Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I that's am right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Whoa! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast.
Hello, true believers, and welcome to Four Color Commentary, the continuing saga of four comic nerds and the books they love. Ooh, I'm Alan. <laughs> I'm Chewy. Bleh, bleh, I'm Ian. I don't know what sounds a bat makes. I'm Ryan. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Where are the drugs going? <laughs> Justice. <laughs> Gordon. This city just show you it's full of people who are ready to believe in good. <laughs> oh, that's not my favorite Batman. You think the darkness is your ally. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'd rather say something about like... Talk about that movie. Face later. my hammers of justice, evildoer. No, you're talking about like the Diedrich Bader. Yeah, that's my preferred. Yeah. Or what's what's that his name? The Dark Knight ones. No, that's not it. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. There. <laughs> That's a different guy. That's a whole different guy. Oh, but it's similar. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome to Four Color Commentary. Guy. Hello, everybody. If this is your first uh, episode with us, welcome. This is a, you picked a heck of a, an episode to start out with because <laughs> Ryan laughed like that before I got to say why he would laugh like that, which is tonight is the uh, is the Halloween episode, the spooky episode. The spook- or as Alan would say, and has asked us all to say for the... Okay, I'm glad you got that out because Alan, Alan, for the rest of the episode, has, has asked us to refer to the word spooky as spoopy. And as we're recording this, by the way, by the time you hear this, Alan will be a married man. And as yeah. this is the what? As we're recording this, though, it's well before Are you his wedding. To we had to record a, game, a Pokemon game. We had is to record multiple weeks. <laughs> we had to record multiple weeks before um, before his wedding. So sorry well, on all the news that we're gonna miss while. I'm, yeah, because Alan has know. to go on a honey. Alan has to go to on a honeymoon. Guy, those it's not scary. Nah, no, it is. It's gonna be well. Fantastic. It kind of is scary because he's entering into a forever bond with another human being. <laughs> forever bond. It's like a. It's like a. Yeah, they do say a mutual the, parasitic relationship. Yeah, they, they usually say in the wedding. <laughs> well, they say, till death do you part. That's pretty. Death. Metal. That's, that's pretty spooky. That's pretty. That's pretty spooky. That's pretty metal. That's, that's true. That's pretty. Say. It's pretty spooky metal. Hey, let's get through the business. That's a good idea. So, uh, let's get through the business. The spookiest part of the show. Um, so there are a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like the things that we do and you'd like to. <laughs> Reach out to us. Way number one is to reach out to us through our website, which is fourcolorpodcast.com. It's a Tumblr blog, so you can follow us on Tumblr by hitting the little plus button in the top right corner and getting updates uh, on cool new stuff that we post on there. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us via the little sidebar there. There's some cool little links, different stuff. Thing number one you can do is subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. We like seeing those. And yes. that way you can get new episodes as soon as they come out uh, and as soon as they are available to you, our listeners. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us via some social media platforms such as Twitter. We are on Twitter uh, for the for the show. It's at Four Color Pod on Twitter, and you can also reach us individually on Twitter. Alan, start us off. How can people reach out to you on Twitter? You can get to me at Twitter and Instagram at at marginally talented m r g n l y talented. And for Chewy, you can reach me at Chupacabra. That's C H E W P A C A B R A. You can reach me Ian at, at @irich. That's at I R I T C H. I'm on Twitter at Ryan Roop. That's R Y A N R U P P E. And I'm on Tumblr at Prestige Format. Ooh, spell that. Look one at you two adding some more, and some more social networks. Oh, for Instagram, it's L underscore Chupacabra because they deleted my Chupacabra account. Those jerks. A couple of years ago. Some people at... You called some girls cackling witches. I called them cackling witches. Much in the theme of With a W. 
<laughs> because they were laughing at three in the morning, cackling at in nothing. the middle of the night at nothing in Halloween no, at Comic Con. They were, they were, while we were Halloween. To sleep. No, they had a cauldron no. in front of no, them. They were, it was no, July. No, they oh, were okay, they that's... were being they were being giggly girls in the middle of the night, and, and you it was couldn't really even see their faces. The picture I took, it was like the tops of their heads. I was like these two cackling witches the whole night, and that was it. And then mysteriously. My account was deleted. Well, they they summoned some, some, you know, toil and trouble. And uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram never got back bubble, to them. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Um, what do so? And the the point of all this is, if you're gonna find me on Instagram, it's e l underscore chupacabra as spelled before. And Ian for me on Instagram is the same as my Twitter at irish. That's at i r i t c h. I'm on Instagram too. <laughs> okay. You can also reach out to us uh, via uh, via some other methods, such as Facebook. We do a Facebook account. You can give us a thumbs up there. We also have an uh, Instagram for the for the show at Four Color Pod on Instagram as well. Um, and you can also uh, reach out to us via good old fashioned American email at Four Color Podcast at Gmail And finally, you can check out uh, our show as well as a few others at StuffAndThingsNetwork dot com. Uh, there's a really easy form there to fill out to to uh, get. Uh, in contact with us and pick your show that you want. We also have now, as, as stupid as it is, it's a little site, so it's not... We're going to get a professionally built site at some point, but for now, we'll deal with that. Uh, but there is a link to iTunes, so you can easily Ooh. get to our show pay, our shows and find them all uh, in one easy place, as opposed to Neat. having to you know try to uh, search around for them. Yeah. Okay, so that is the business. Um, before we get into the show proper, we'd like to uh, we'd like tr- do this Marvel comic style. we like to imagine that this is somebody's first uh, first podcast. and This might be your first trick-or-treat yes. around the block. You this, this, is, might, this is our 50th episode. Yes, guys. By the yeah. way, it's also our 50th episode. This is That's pretty crazy. crazy. We've been doing this That's for a crazy. long time. Can we call it our 50th episode spectacular? Spooktacular. 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 There it is. Spooktacular. Spooktacular. I like that one. But, uh, but yeah. So, Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, welcome back all your returning cadets. And if you're a new cadet, you may be seated. And we salute you all. Um, for those about to comic. We salute you. Um, what is to comic? Is that a verb? Ryan, come close. Okay, what? <laughs> I'm on my second. All right, let's finish this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go. we like to treat this as if it's uh, Marvel Comics, uh, which is a good old smiling Stan said every issue could be somebody's first issue. So we like to treat that the same way on our show. So we like to go around and introduce you to who we are. And uh, kind of the format of the show, so you know what to expect in the next uh, three days and four magical evenings. Uh, so, as always, we start with Alan. Alan, who are you? Hey, my name Why is, should we care? My name is Alan. <laughs> you should not care, because I don't even care. Um, and uh, I like normal things. Uh, mostly my niche is webcomic. <laughs> That's I mean, a lie. <laughs> like, I like normal things. No. You know, the no. sun. Air. Air, not Batman. Occasionally, dude. From, I had I had this whole down thing. Sleeping. Dreams, lantern. I had this thing all planned it out in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna be straight and to the point. I'm not gonna stutter this time. And all I right. came up with normal things. Three, Sorry. two, one, go. Uh, my name is Alan. I be like normal. comic books that are uh, manga and web comics for the most part. That's kind of my niche thing. But I generally like anything that kind of uh, stands out art wise. Um, being an illustrator, I like panel layout and uh, character design. That's kind of my thing. My name is Chewy, and I tend to uh, like books that are a little bit uh, grittier. You know, you can feel them between your toes because that's how gritty it is, Ooh. you know. Um, like a hot bowl of grits, only way more gritty. Um, <laughs> is that grits with, with butter and salt or with maple? 
um, with blood. Oh. Because I typically like books that have more blood and face punching and tooth smashing and eyeball squeezing, rip roaring American fun in it. This is um, this is Chewy's episode. This is one episode of the year where he gets to let loose. We all find the inner Chewy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone taps into the inner me. Um, I tend to like books that are a little bit like you're reading them. You're like, whoa, that's kind of gnarly. Or basically, if you're reading your book and either psychologically, visually, or physically, you're like, dude, that's metal. Yeah, that's the type of book I like. Hey, everybody. My name's Ian. Uh, I typically like to read books uh, with costumed do-gooders uh, writing wrongs and punching dudes in the face uh, until their teeth fall out, if it's Batman specifically. But um, I, I like any book with a good story. So anything uh, that maybe has a strong story or strong narrative, even if the art is maybe a little subpar, if the story is strong, I am in. And I try to find something I like in every book that I read. Hi, I'm Ryan. I like comics as art and comics as literature. <sighs> Uh, I tend to gravitate towards kid-friendly books, science fiction books, uh, and more kind of small press, independently created things. Uh, I tend to gravitate towards a singular art style that has lots of heavy black lines and lots of bright colors. Cool. So that is the four of us, and uh, there are four sections of the show. Uh, so the first section of the show we have is a little section called Here's My Issue. This is the spoopy edition of Here's My Issue, where each of us have picked a spoopy comic to bring, and we all say, hey, you guys read this, or else the show won't happen. And then we all get scared because we want the show to happen. So the terror of that thought makes us all read them all, and then we talk about what we liked about it, maybe some stuff that maybe wasn't for us. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. So we move on to part number two of the show after that which is called First Prince, in which we read a classic comic book run, an arc, um, something that's really important, especially if you're brand new to comics or you are maybe been out of the game for a little while and you're looking to catch up on some uh, some classics. So uh, First Prince is the section for that. Part number three of the show is the four-color character compendium, which we talk about a superhero, supervillain, uh, maybe a super team or like an organization or sometimes even creators, artists and writers, anybody who's important uh, when you're brand new to comics. Mostly we talk about superhero-related stuff, which tends to be uh, big in the pop culture world right now. But Anybody who's big and important to the world of comics, we talk about in the Four Color Character Compendium. And finally, like any good comic book, we end with Back Matter, which is where we read letters from you or tweets or things like that from you. And we also talk about comic book news, movie news for comic book movies and all that sort of fun stuff. Um, and that is the end of the show. So those are the four of us. That is the four section of the show. And we begin. So who drew the uh, spoopiest short straw? Me. I did. Alan. Alan. So what spoopy book did you bring for us to read? Uh, so it was manga time, weirdly enough. Manga I think, time. I think it was manga time for Halloween last what year. What time I think is we... it? Manga time. What Wait. time is it? It's manga time. Has it, been, has it been a year since we read? I think we read Soul Eater, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's did. weird. Was that Halloween? A spooky manga every year. <laughs> yeah. Just apparently. Wait. Was well, that the Halloween episode? I'm or pretty what, sure, It wasn't yeah. like Death Note? No, Death no. Note was like the first one we read. Death, Death Note was earlier on. The yeah. first Halloween episode was, was Soul Eater. Because I remember he's like, I don't have it's, anything scary. It's been a year already right? since Seriously? Soul Eater? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Soul Eater feels... 50 episodes. Yeah. 50. Dude, Soul Eater feels like a couple months ago. Right? That's, that bums that means me we're out. getting close to our two-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna figure out when that is. I think it's uh, November. It's in December. Is it really? Mm-hmm. It's at some point in the future. Because I remember the future. second episode was the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> should right. Maybe should we I do like an that. extra special podcast? Where we do like a drunk cast. Oh. <laughs> 
Isn't that how we normally? <laughs> that would have to be rated. That would have to be an explicit episode. We should talk about that. I wonder. Uh, if, I wonder if anybody be interested we in that. Do some editing. So we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. It. We'll, we'll, we'll think do about some, it. We'll I wonder that, if anybody would be some interested jingle bells. In that. Well, that seed's been planted. Okay. <laughs> uh, that being germinate. said, this time I brought another spoopy manga. Uh, it's not as silly as uh, as Soul Eater was. Oh. It's uh, by Kazue Kato. It's called Blue Exorcist. So basically. As with all my other manga, it's just a shonen manga where, you know, chosen one boy finds out he's the son of Satan. You know, it's typical <laughs> stuff. Pretty normal. Uh, Pretty standard a, ha, Is an orphan. Uh, his priest uh, father stand-in gets possessed and kind of killed by Satan as Satan tries to drag him back to hell and take his powers to, you know, finish taking over the world. Yeah. Uh, that being said, he has a magical sword that hides all of his demon abilities, uh, but he can't draw it. Otherwise, he will go full demon. Um, you never go in full demon. demon. You never, never go, go full, full demon. demon. And I think that's I kind that of the coming. big thing here. So that being said, what do you guys think? Why do I get the impression that this priest guy is it priest or father? What, what I think, is it's, it? yeah, I think yeah. it's a priest. It, he's a priest, okay. and, yes. and typically in the Catholic tradition, you call a priest father. Father. Yes. Okay. So it's priest guy. Yeah. But he's also like his adopted father. Yeah. 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 So, so he's well, like, he runs. He's double father. He's double father. Double father. That's father. Father. He's double, he's father, father. double daddy duty. Um, <laughs> double daddy duty. See, that's how you know we haven't been drinking, because I could say that. Can, you, can um, you imagine if they started calling priests daddies? Forgive me, daddy, for I've said <laughs> oh, that. That's, no. so, that's so creepy. Something. Okay, moving on. <laughs> well, that only works if you're, like, you're two and under. All right. <laughs> um, so why do I have the feeling that this priest like has a skateboard and like under his like <laughs> his vestments he's like covered in tattoos he because oh, he always sure. has that like little smirk and like yeah. kind of spiky hair yeah. and he looks too young to be like a priest I feel like he ran like a youth group with a half pipe behind him but yeah. then as he, he, they keep calling him old man I'm like right he doesn't look that well old. I mean Maybe for, for a manga old man is like thirty or forty no, I mean true, it's yeah. he's just older than the fifteen year old progress well and it could, yeah, be, it could just be that they're calling him like you know priest son and that they translated it to yeah, old man instead of yeah, yeah it, it, older yeah. guy or, I mean and in the skate culture like that'd be an old man I mean basically I, I like to think that he's a little bit younger than being old but like yeah he's totally covered in tattoos cuz he looks just like a He he well, looks like he's, I mean, he's he looks like he discovered like he found god you know well, he's, I mean? an, he's like he's I'm an exorcist he's an exorcist yeah. yes he's, like, so he's by like, profession he's like, like he like cool. runs an orphanage and then when he's not running an orphanage he's going around you know, hunt, hunting ghosts demons he's not just oh demons right he's not yeah. he's not just riding a, a you know he's not just exercising right it's not, it's not like he works at a CrossFit. I like that in this universe, though. <laughs> maybe maybe it, it's like a cross. Like a cross. Uh, well played. Oh, there's a lot of puns there. You're oh, definitely man. a dad. <laughs> I, like that, I like that in this universe, like being an exorcist is like pretty like, like a, you're kind of a BA. If you're an exorcist, yeah. like yeah. it's not like, it's like, I'm going to be an exorcist. It's like saying like, I'm going to be like, if it's like you're like, I'm going to be a Navy be a, SEAL. No, <laughs> well, that's yeah. the real one. I was like, I feel like the equivalent of saying like, I'm going to be you know, because there's so many things. There's a witch hunter. There's yeah. vampire hunters. But you never hear anything about like I'm gonna hunt demons. It's like yeah, a demon yeah. hunter, but it's not the same. Demon hunter and exorcist are not the same. No, no, no. Demon, demon hunter is like I'm gonna like go through the woods, but this is like a, I'm gonna freaking exorcise. I'm gonna go through the, the woods of your soul. I mean, and also this is yeah, Alan. You accidentally kind of hit on one of my fears, What's uh, the, my uh, childhood uh, fears, which is the son of Satan. Oh yeah. I watched The Omen when I was uh, about. I don't know, nine. I was going to religious school. My dad yeah. decided that was a good movie to rent. <laughs> yeah, of course. Nice, nice work. And I remember going uh, to school the next nice day. Work, like, yeah, Mr. Oh. Rich. I remember, I remember my, the part that freaked me out. And I'll take it to my grave to this day. And Chewie knows that's the part that freaks me out, which is the Damien. Have you seen The Omen? 
I know of it. Okay, this part where he, because you know, he's a little boy. He's 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 the son of this well-to-do kind of political family. Yeah, so they're in <laughs> this huge say, house. Say the son of this well-to-do, and it's and Satan. it's his and it's his birthday party, and he's oh. on this little like carousel in his backyard, and you hear you hear off in the distance, Damien, which is his name. Yeah, Damien, and he looks up, and there's this, and they show the camera. It's up. There's this lady on top of the roof. And she's like, it's like, all for you, Damien. It's all for you. And she puts a noose around her neck and jumps and hangs herself. Wow. What? How's a nine-year-old supposed to process that? That's, that's a little what? rough. That's terrifying. Yeah, this explains a lot about you. And that, that, movie, have... that first movie, that first, I, I still, I seen it on Netflix and I've been meaning to watch all it again. Right. Fun but I fact. still can't watch it. Well, maybe we'll probably watch it on Eyes in the Dark. Uh, fun <laughs> fact. Let me come on and I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Fun fact. I have on numerous occasions told Ian, what if I jumped in front of that car right now? And right before that, I just said, it's all for you, Ian. Am I secretly the Antichrist? This is, this is horrible. But, if, but, but if I was, geez. if I was secretly this the Antichrist, dark, the son man. of Satan, this is probably what I would do too. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I don't have any relation to that, that jerk. I'm going to be the best guy ever. Yeah, and try to fight these people. I, I, I like that idea. I, I, I like that. That's. I, I didn't really see where this was going in the beginning. I'm like, okay, okay there's demons. Like he's right. gonna hunt demons. It's, it's like a typical manga. It doesn't put you right at the beginning. Um, it, it throws you in the middle of a story. Yeah. But it, I like that when it finally comes around to what this is, what what's going on. This, I was like, oh, I'm hooked. I'm in. I actually want to read more of this. Yeah, it's actually. But apparently, cool. good luck finding it. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll I mean, you there. can buy it <laughs> if you know where to look. That no, they have so. it on Comicsology. Um, you have have to put a circle on the floor and a pentagram and a goat's head. <laughs> you have to get some so all these stacks will show up. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. A flash drive, a digital so, flash drive. So obviously, there's a manga to this, and the manga yeah. opens with a bunch of priests in a in a church, yeah. and as they're all you praying, the anime? each one at a time is bursting into blue flame. Wait, you mean, wait, you mean like, animated? No, this or a manga? You mean in the manga or the in anime? The anime. anime. Okay, so that's how the anime starts, and I'm really sad this didn't start the same way because yeah, that was Chewie awesome. would have loved that scene. Incredible. It was really creepy. I mean, I was. I was so lazy. Like, oh, I could see like demons. Like that's that's pretty cool. And then like there was the part where like, you know, his dad's like, "Hey, you're actually no, you're you're the son of Satan." It's like what? Yeah. I was like, "That's." And then Satan's like, "Hey, I'm gonna possess your like." Earth dad, because I'm the real dad. <laughs> While and he's blood leaks your... out of his face. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Is like, uh, I thought it was really interesting. They're like, you know, people can get possessed, but if you're possessed by Satan, like, yeah. your physical form cannot. I, hold I thought that, that was cool. That power. like he's like, yeah, there's nothing that can hold my essence for very long. So pretty yeah. much anything I possess I'm, dies. I'm yeah. like, kind awesome. of a big deal. That's yeah. kind yeah. of a big. Deal. I don't know if you know this. I'm kind of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Me, not good for body. <laughs> uh, I really like Satan smoking. It does a bad. body bad? First of all, any any character that's in like a suit and tie for some yeah. reason, I am all in on that. I don't know what it is, especially manga char- manga and anime characters. Like, I am sold on the suit and tie bit. That explains and then, your wedding. Honestly, oh. like, <laughs> uh, and also I love his demon form. Like they didn't overdo yeah. it. No, yeah. they didn't. They kind of they made it subtle bit. but awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it, that. It reminds me a lot of of some of the web comics that we've read that have been involved with sort of the underworld. Which is weird. Alan brings a lot of demon books. Well, I mean, I? it it reminds me yeah. of like a little bit of of some of the lower level people in Kick Six Kill Six Billion Demons. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. But also, um, and I can't remember the name of it. The other one, the one the one that we read, uh, it's probably like two or three web comics ago now. Where it was Ava's the boy. demon, yeah, Ava's demon, yeah, um, similar in See, a lot of two ways. Two demon books you yeah, brought? Yeah. No, that, that, brought no. Kills I don't know. I'm talking about this one. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. demon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it reminds me a little bit of Ava's demon. It also reminds me a little bit of Saga. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Like the I way that, that the song is like people with like weird attributes. It's kind of like what they I did can here. See that. I like that they do a good world job though, establishing for. I mean, this is one thing that this that this does. It's a little different from regular mangas. They explain the whole like two sides. There's like a demon world and a human world. Yeah. Which normally they'd just be like, oh, we assume that you knew that, so yeah. let's keep going. It's like no, they actually. <laughs> oh, by the way, you didn't know this. How dumb it. are you? All right, yeah. let's move. Which is great. I mean, which is kind of nice because typically in mangas, like what what kind of drives it forward, but also kind of takes away from it if you're an American comics reader, is that they don't give you a lot of back. Story and this right. give you just enough, just the right amount I to think. keep oh, it going. Demon Street too. Huh? Yes. Demon oh, Demon Street. Street. I yes. forgot about that. Um, I like where paranormal Willy Wonka shows up. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mephistopheles. Yeah. yeah. You know he's he's played by Johnny Depp. Oh, oh for sure. I just love. Oh, I just love that dialogue. <laughs> or Jack where he's like, White. Where he's like, listen, you either kill you. Yeah. Or Jack White. I love that dialogue where he's like, you or what's kill his face, Jared Butler. Oh, there you no, go. I can also, no, wait. I could also That's see. Oh, Jared Way. Jared Way. I could also see Norman, <laughs> Norman Reedus. I, like Norman a really Reedus? Oh, yeah. I Norman can see Reedus. Norman Reedus yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 like when he, I like that dialogue, though, where he's like, listen, you either kill yourself or we're going to kill you. So you have a choice. Get ready. He's <laughs> like, oh, no, wait, no, I want to help you. He's like, Nah, that's not one of the two options that I. No, gave that's not you. one yeah. of the two options. Oh, you do? Hey, wait a minute. So wait a minute. What would happen if you saw Satan? No, I just kill him dead. I, I like you, him. kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I like your moxie. <laughs> He's a really jib. It's an interesting character to figure out because I've read, obviously, read past this a bit, but like, it's one of those guys like you're clearly evil, right? Mm-hmm. I, but he rides that line between not actually doing anything explicitly evil, at least for the first couple, like the first volume or two. Yeah, and he's, so he's. Like it's almost like he's chaotic neutral. Exactly. Um, also, what's really cool? Something that I, uh, I don't know if this would make it more readable for you. Are there different kinds of exorcists? Oh, so there's cool. like physical exorcist, which is basically what he is, right? You have a weapon and mm. you imbue your weapon or whatever, and you kill things that way. Okay. And there's another kind. I can't remember all the kinds, but there's a summoner kind. So you mm. summon demons to like fight for you. Oh. So like low level demons that you can actually control, um, and then you fight other demons with those demons. And then there's the one like what Seems the priest that could, batfi- that, that could backfire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and there's another one. I think there's five total, but the only other one I can remember is the one that the priest uses, mm-hmm. which is called I forget. But basically, reciting verses. Oh, okay. So all you do is you recite Bible verses, and each verse has like a different power to it, which I think is That's awesome. pretty awesome. Oh yeah, like the Word of God is actually doing physical like mm-hmm. things to the environment. I thought it's, it was- kind, it's kind of like when we saw that with preacher too where oh, yeah. where he he says things and people <laughs> right except except he actually had the yeah. word of god yeah. it's, a it's a little different but yeah yeah no i, I see where you're going with that so i mean if you're into that sort of thing but i think anybody it's like unless this is your first episode anybody that's been listening to to the show and at least thought, uh touched on any of the manga we've read this this would seem kind of you, you would know right away from us talking oh, yeah. about it whether you want to read it or not. Mm-hmm. I, I really dug this one actually a lot. This is one of the ones like Death Note cool. that I'm going to put on my list. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty rad. You know, it um, it, it doesn't overdo it with the manga-ness. You know, it, it brings you right into it to just kind of get you up to speed and then kind of takes a moment to let you know what's been going on. I think the artwork is a little, like it writes that, it, it has that amount of manga, like it's clearly a manga, but it's not overly crazy like Soul Eater was. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's not trying to be hyper realistic like Death Note is. Yeah, oh, I it's, feel like it's right in that medium. The art is it it like pushes it really abstract. Like you very seldom get like entire pictures of people. You get half of a face or right. you know, like a shoulder and an arm and stuff like that. And it's it's um I don't know, man. The the art on this is is a lot different than a lot of the other manga that you've brought in the sense that it's and 
manga tends to be really dynamic, obviously. Of course. But this seems to be like dynamic to an extreme. Yeah. It's like no no panel looks like any other panel no, at all ever. We never get the same shot twice, right. basically. Which is really and uh, there's a lot of tilt. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot uh, of tilt, a lot of and a lot of like extreme close ups. A lot of like looking at somebody's eye or looking at somebody's right. teeth. Things like that. Like you never like it it's it it makes it seem more chaotic. Kinda like Kind of like in the moment, like you never have like a full picture of what's happening to somebody when you're like fighting with somebody or something like that. Right. You get just glimpses of like, like how their blurry ear it is. Or their, yeah. And that's that's how like even just conversations in this book are like that. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool and it's really interesting. And and I feel like the art style is a lot more modern than a lot of the other web comics that you've brought. If that makes sense. I, I feel like like because we were oh, talking yeah, about how it how mean. it reminds us of like Demon Street and different books like that. Like I feel like that isn't just a one way influence. I feel like that a lot of a lot of web comics or a lot of sort of more adventurous comics like that have influenced this book a bit. You think? I, yeah, I, that's I, a, I that's get a, that feeling. That's I don't a, know. Took that traditional feel and mm-hmm. gave it a little bit of a modern Western flavor. To yeah, it in some yeah, ways. I agree. Just just a little dash to make it unique. I think one thing that I really like about this book is the expressiveness of everybody's faces without mm-hmm. going super crazy on it. Yeah. Like it's not like um, oh there's another demon one that I brought Paranatural yeah 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 where we yeah. went like rage face on everything <laughs> like you still get kind of that sure, feeling you gotta watch out Alan's creeping up on the metal front with I know all the demon I'm getting books. kind of metal over here I mean look at watch this. out he's coming for you yeah right that before was, the priest woo. like his body oh yeah that was that like, that's as great he's that's melting, great basically yeah oh, that's a notification oh, I like the one where Satan first takes um takes hold of the priest's body and just that face that he's making that's kind of like it's kind of like son it's been such a long time i've yeah. missed you but he's but like it's, crazy but, but then but his it, eyes are crazy exactly and they're like there's just it's really off-putting and yeah. stuff it's just kind of like his ears and teeth get weird and his great. eyes start dripping blood yeah i, I think uh, it has just the right amount of like shonen like manga uh-huh. uh spirit to it sure you know yeah. like one 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 hero against the world type deal. Um, but it has also a level of like spoopiness, like a, a certain <laughs> level of, Agreed. of off puttingness. And, uh, Ryan, I think all the stuff you were putting, pointing out with the, the partial, uh, uh frames and the tilt, mm. like it creates a very kind of intense feeling. It does. When it needs Absolutely. to. So I'm really glad that you, uh, I got to bring this cause it was something I was considering bringing for a little bit, but, uh, honestly the reading it the second time has made it better. The first time I was kind of like, okay, I have to buy into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second time after I've already bought into it, it actually flows a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy. <laughs> cool. Um, so where can people check this out? Uh, I mean, you can buy it Comixology, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this Viz Media yeah. again? This so licensed by Viz Media. Um, it's actually pretty easy to get. Oh, really? Compared to, compared to a lot of other manga in the United States, Viz has a pretty big presence in like bookstores and online. And this stuff like would that. be like, Sweet. as far as current manga goes, probably in like, five six seven rank so it's not like top three so no. it's yeah. not hard to find mm-hmm. uh but it's not like naruto yeah. gotcha well sweet um so you guys should probably check it out i really like the book so i would check it out if i were you um so moving away from uh, alan's book though and moving i believe is it chewy is it your turn i believe it's your turn yes it is my turn chewy explain all right <laughs> give us like just Wait. just an overview tell us the name yeah. of the book and who wrote it yeah. the name of the book is called fragments of horror and it is done by Japanese horror master Junji Ito. Um, Who you we, might recall did Amigara Fault. Which we also from last Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, that's the book I brought last time. 
Yeah. Chewy. Um, this book, Fragments I, I of Horror, is like a mini anthology. It's, I think, like eight stories mm-hmm. in this one book. Uh, we chose to read three excerpts from it. Um, one called Futon. The other one, which I'm blanking on right now here. Let me flip to Wooden it. Wooden House? Like wood... Uh, Oh, the second one is called Haunted Wood Mansion. I mean, I that's I think a mistranslation. Um, Probably it's it's wooden some like house, wooden like spirit that. or something like that. Yeah. And then the other story that we read was called Blackbird. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Futon is about um, a dude that's hiding under his covers. The uh, haunted wooden mansion thing is about um, a beautiful <laughs> oh. wooden mansion that. Uh, it gets a lot of attention, and um, Blackbird is about. I think it's um, called Wooden Spirit. Is the wooden is Spirit the about yeah. becoming, you know, taking maybe older parts of you and becoming yourself again. It's a time travel yeah. story. <laughs> In a way, yeah. it is time it's travel. Ta- story. It, it's it's <laughs> it's where they took the so, inspiration to to make a we, film called Back to the Future. Yeah, it's like I, Back to the Future. I don't, I don't want to spoil this yeah. too far up front, but I'm going to do it anyway. You succeeded where Ryan did not last year. This significantly. Cre- I read this in the middle of the day. I was creeped out, and it was because <laughs> of this one panel right here. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> that freaked me out. Like the first okay, there's three the three stories we read. The first one, yeah, okay. It's it's yeah. scary, but it's not it's not scary. The second one is just it's weird. The second one is just like, holy God, that's strange. And then the third one is like, oh, that's really scary, but it's, it's spoopy, but it's clever. Yeah. It's like it was well done. It's oh, gro- the third and one. it's also gross. Like body. Oh, it's horror. super gross. Yeah. I was eating and reading it. <laughs> uh and I'm I was Ryan was sitting next to me, I'm like, Ryan. I can't eat and read at the same time. This is gross. Maybe man. if a, a bird woman came and spit the pizza <laughs> in your mouth. Right, let, can we can we just do like one After story at a time? Eaten it years yeah. later. Oh we yeah, let's, let's talk about body. let's talk about them one. So at let's time. talk. Let's, let's start off with the uh, with, with the first one. Yeah. Futon. Futon. Um, scary. I thought the futon was, was 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 interesting. I was I was curious to see what it was. To be honest, with you, the ending really didn't. Yeah, do it, it was. For me. It didn't. It was weird. It so, seemed like he got a creepy idea, but then kind of. Ran out of how yeah, to, like, pages or something. I, so a guy I that won't leave his futon because he sees demons, and it's I like was, super creepy, weird demon stuff. It reminds yeah. me of of a um, if you are a huge Calvin and Hobbes fan like I am. Uh, in one of the Calvin and Hobbes books, it's not just um, Calvin and Hobbes comics, but it's it's Calvin and Hobbes comics and then Bill Watterson's commentary on them. Yeah. And, and he said, and he, I remember one of the one of the commentary was sometimes when I'm not really sure I have like a good idea for a comic strip, I just like draw, you know, just really overdraw it and and hope that that's all I need to do. <laughs> and I feel like that's what happened at the end of Futon. And they're like, well, let's just I'm not really sure where to go with this, so we'll just make everything crazy. This thing freaks me out. It's an eyeball face woman riding in a, a snake demon thing. It just, it, 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 I can't fault Junji Ito for scary imagery. He does that very well. It reminds yeah. me of the eyeball monster from Final Fantasy, like the bat one that just has like one single eye. Yeah. I just want Waka to throw a ball at it. <laughs> I um, Final Fantasy X, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that that ending did kind of bug me a little bit, um, simply because it was like it, it was a it, letdown, right? It, it was the, the ending for it was. It turns out that you know there was this. I think the original translation was there was this like fungus, like inside his like under his cover that causes people to hallucinate. So it's like, 
okay, he hallucinated. And it was all a dream. But I mean, obviously, all a dream. But but she was she was hallucinating. That's where I was going with that one. <laughs> well, he's a ghost now, so yeah. Well, no, he said he survived. No, no, yeah. I was talking he's about being small. Biggie, Biggie yeah, Smalls is a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's you know, it was kind of like okay, cool. It's, it's it was scary. gross. Yeah. It wasn't scary. It was just really, really was gross. gross. Speaking of gross, the second story. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Okay. Story. That woman loved that house. You so, know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I just, saw that coming. I swear to you, I I'm, saw I'm that just coming. gonna throw this out there. So this story is about this 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 father and daughter. I'm right. Am I? Am I there we yeah, they're yeah. father and daughter, and they, and they own live a in very this house. prestigious house. It's a mansion that he grew up in. It's, they, it's like a historical well, they both, they landmark. Both did, right? She yeah. did too. Yeah. It, it's a it's a thing where the town. Ta- it's one of those places where like the town would put a little sign in front of it, being like, "It's my birthday today. I'm 150 years old." Yeah. If you live in Orange County, at is least is that what those what signs do. are for? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just like an Speaking old person. Which, lives you know that super old. You know that haunted house that like really haunted house that's by work mm-hmm. the one that i'm always like when i was a kid that used to scare me mm-hmm. it's 105 oh god yeah um is that the so, one that has the babadook in front of it no no no, no it's a, it's the one that you walk by and you're like oh that <laughs> reminds, me that eddie, reminds me of the eddie is joke like this house is over it was restored to look over how it did over 50 years ago <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have castles <laughs> we're not impressed <laughs> by this um so yeah and so along comes this lady who uh, like like the Brady Bunch? She's she like comes a along and she's a student and she really loves the house. She's she loves a the student. Give me a tour. Oh, let me yeah. live here. And, and I'll cook like, all your meals. And then, and then she's like, like okay, you know what? Let's, let's get, get married, married now, so I can live here all the time. And then, hey, guess what? I like the house more than a friend. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. A lot. If you guys, I like, if you guys like the house. I, I re- I, well, she. Uh, she What's the name of that documentary that you mentioned? The here? woman who loved the Eiffel Tower. So it's about people who are in love with objects. And this, I bet you anything, he saw, he heard about that idea and was like, hmm, because she starts. Let's see, let's see if I can house. make this even creepier. Yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, that being said, what happens afterwards? Makes no freaking sense but at all. But it's terrifying. It's she not. Like, it's stupid and weird. He falls in love with the house. I'm just going to say it. Does it with the house. And then all of a sudden the house grows eyes. And like she's part of it. And she's all wooden freaky. And like we got to get out of here. And it the doesn't, house like melt. It doesn't I mean, make any eyes, sense. The eyes themselves. The eyes intrinsically are scary. Well I think I think yeah, what to me is so frightening weird. about it is they don't, they don't explain it. It's just like she, the house, like was like See, yes. That bugs me. Junji Ito's really good at and it's like at, <laughs> at non-explaining. He's really good at saying this happened because this, and then just letting it go. Somebody right? should not like should this happened sure because the, I, I like to imagine that this. woman. She just struck me as as some sort of like dark evil thing from the beginning of it. I mean, yeah. it's because she looks well, so and perfect, the, and the daughter's like, yeah, yeah. The daughter's like, this lady is weird. She's creeping yeah. me out. Yeah. And the dad's like, like it, she even oh, says like she's like the way, the way that <laughs> <laughs> nice. she, he, oh, but girl, the daughter, the daughter was even like, house oh, is the bae. way she just keeps touching the house, like, you know, and stuff like she knew what was up. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I would say, okay, it, it, yeah. it's one of two things. It's either. So, you know, it's creepy and now there's eyes and blah, scary. Or it could be the way I interpreted it was that she awoke, the spirit that lives inside the house. It's kind of like the whole, like, you know, if these walls could talk, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sort of thing. Or how like a house has a heart, you know how to say every house has like a heart or something like that. So it's kind of like her attention and her ability to 
<clears throat> appreciate. We'll say. Let's say. Uh, read it. I how think, it mean. I think that she was the thing that did it. In my, she in, did it? In my backstory, she was like a like a spirit or like a demon mm-hmm. that went to from like house to house, like good architecture, like old history house, and like tra- changed it and like like he said, fused with it, yeah. right? So she because they had this perfect nice house, everything was great, and then they invited in this evil, right? Yeah. This they invited in this spirit. Who then said, "Ah ha ha ha!" Now I'm right where I want to be, yeah. and then she slowly transformed well, it. See, I, I, the way I, I interpret it is kind of like that, but I don't think she's like a witch going around. I'm gonna change this place so much. I think what it is is she's got this ability to connect with an inanimate so object think, like you a think house. that it was already in the house i think she brought it into the house and basically what it is is that it would have just lied dormant yeah had she never walked in right. it would have just been there but it's kind of like you know like if there's uh, you, you live in a house and there's never anything going wrong with it and then all of a sudden like oh there's a medium that walks through the house or psychic and they're like oh there's ghosts here because supposedly that person can communicate with them where, uh, you know, you may not be able to. So I think what it is, is it kind of drew it out. And as such, because of her ability, she kind of, like we talked about, you know, fuses with it and starts to pull some of the house's life force out of it that is, you know, it's had for so long. And that's why it gets all decrepit and stuff. I think the allegory underneath this, though, is that the actual physical building is not what makes a home. Yeah, because somebody else yeah. you know moves in, and I mean, like, let's take your your childhood. Let's take your childhood home. Imagine yeah. your parents move out, yeah, and somebody else moves in, and you go one day to go knock on the door and see, yeah. take a look around inside. It's gonna be look look similar in some ways, but it's gonna yeah. be entirely different. I think that's the point there at the end where he wants to burn it, but she says no. Let's just go. Like it's, yeah. it's almost like saying, I don't want to. F- like burn this just because I can't have it anymore. It just because it's not mine anymore doesn't mean that I can't that that I should you know take it out of the world. So would you guys say that that architecture lover is a home wrecker? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Man. But yeah, yeah, that that, that to me works. is kind She's of the, real under, the underlying idea. Body. Yeah. That to me is the underlying idea. It's true. So, yeah, which is turned into wood, which, which is, is weird because good, that's actually good. a fear of mine too. Like I've had nightmares Becoming about like part with a house. No. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, with you. Okay. No, my I've had nightmares of Pun. my parents moving out of my childhood home and then me going by and like looking in the window and there's like nobody in there and it's just empty. So, or like it's just a husk of its I think it'd be scarier. in the home that I we got. We got in. one more story to go over, guys. I think it'd be scarier <laughs> if there was, was a, a demon in that house. It probably might be. When I was a kid, we lived in a house, and that house kept flooding all the time. So we moved out, and then later they bulldozed the entire street. Aww. Oh, that's sad. That's anyway. Stinks. Next story. So you know that feeling. So well, I haven't been back to Houston. Like I, know, <laughs> I know that feel, bro. Um. So, um, the final story. Should we tell us about the final story? <clears throat> The final story is called Blackbird. It's a lot longer than the other ones. It's it's a bit longer than the other ones. Um, and it starts off where a young nature enthusiast comes across a person who needs help desperately in the forest. They are injured. They have broken both their legs. And it turns out that they have been there for a month. Was it a month? Yeah, it was like a month. It was like a month. Um you know, surviving off of what they could because their legs have been jacked up the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there's a mystery. How did you survive? Oh, man, this this story is so Turns out gross. there's a demon bird lady that uh, orally feeds you chewed up raw flesh. Well, that just like as if you're a baby bird. That surprise yeah. is human flesh. And it's not just human flesh. It's your flesh from the future. Yep. I feel like... 
There's I'm realizing just now that, that these Junji Ito stories have a lot of subtext. Then they, is they get into this weird surface. like psychosexual area that is like never super explicit, but it always is always sort of vaguely creepy, almost as yeah. in like a icky way. Yeah, but like it's unsettling. Yeah, but it's, but it's almost like this one to me. Maybe and maybe I'm looking too far into this. It's like the idea that the future. I don't know, like the thought, like like things from the future, like feed the past. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, that's like, exactly what I was thinking. It's like you're taking from the future things that you do now, yeah. right? So it's like, I'm going to go out and get blackout drunk every single night. Well, guess what? You're just robbing yourself from the future to have a good time right now. Yeah. And then you're really going to regret well, doing that It's like Emigar Fault, too. Like the idea of like sometimes knowing there's a, a super big cost for knowing the unknowable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but yeah, no, this was terrible. And, and the design of that like bird woman is terrifying she's oh, absolutely. got uh, oh god and this is like this is like gross out like like i wouldn't even call it gore or body horror but it's just like gross out like she she like mouth feeds this guy and you see like her like big cheeks and like she's like push ugh. you just you, you can like just taste it and feel it it's so my gross feel weird oh it's so gross this, i'm so happy i ate lunch well before i read this, this. dude who um who finds the dude mm-hmm. yeah like I'm just gonna say, stand-up dude. I mean, he's like, he's like that okay. he gets sucked in. Rather than being like, "Hey, like, okay, cool, I got you to the hospital. Hope everything works out." He mm-hmm. like comes by to visit him. He's like, "Oh, you don't have family? Okay, I'll be your pal, buddy." And then he starts hanging around with him, and then he there's demon lady, bird, blackbird lady, and um, yeah, dude, it, it's it's really unsettling at first when you see that because it's like what's going on why she just finds him and he like his legs were broken for so long they healed broken and he needed to get surgery to get them fixed and oh, stuff God. and she just kept coming though that that's the thing that was like really unsettling it wasn't like this happened and it was terrible and horrifying it was this kept happening once i was safe it kept happening and yeah, it's um, but yeah, and then you have the whole paradox thing with like the the future because like wow, she can, she flies to the future, eats <laughs> him, and goes back to feed it to his injured self from the past. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's just, robbing. It's, it's robbing like what you do today can rob you tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and yeah. then the same thing happens to the stand-up guy towards the end, the guy who who yeah. helped the other guy, which is even like more terrifying because itself. he knows what's gonna happen. He knows <laughs> that someday something's gonna go down. Yeah, and he's oh, gonna get God. eaten by that bird thing. Oh man, terrifying. That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Th- these are. I mean, Juji Ito, like he writes some scary stuff. The more yeah. you think about it, like it's not it, like scary, like something jumping out at you. No, no, no. no. This is or, like, straight up like going to get you while you're more, sleeping. Here's the thing, and that's maybe where I, I uh, with Amagar Fault last year, I kind of took it for granted, is because at first on a surface level you're like, oh, that's it, okay. But then you think about it for a while. You lay in your bed at night and you can't fall asleep, and you're staring at the ceiling, and it's dark, and you're just like, I can't get this. And all of a sudden, this bird, bird woman. woman out of my head. <laughs> yeah, it's, ter- it's it's scary. It's like it's like the more it sits with you, and the more you think about it, the scarier it it's, gets. It's like it's a what if that just keeps going. Speaking yeah, of, it's like what if this, yeah. and then this, and then this, and then oh god. 
You lie in bed at night and then you just see this. Oh, God. Over you. That's oh, up. God. Yeah. By the way, he really Scary upped his creepy face. game. I, I'm really bummed I'm never going to see that, that Silent Hills video. Hey, whatever game. happened I'm to that? Really, G- really bummed. Whatever happened to that Juji Ito Pokemon thing? Uh, I guess I, it hasn't come out. Yet. I, no, no, I saw it. It's, it's like part it was, of a Pokemon anthology. It was, it's not like a Junji Ito thing. It's like a Pokemon. No, but thing. he was going to do a I thing. I thought it was like on their website, like a promotional thing for last year's Halloween. Because, well, look, trust me. When I saw this, I was like, oh, I know what I'm bringing. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, the Pokemon thing. And I was looking for it, and I couldn't find anything about it. So I got this. So my hope is that I can get a hold of the Pokemon one. Eventually. yeah. And then maybe next year, oh, God. bring it. <laughs> um, so, well, what should we work in, folks? Pick this up. I want to get this tattooed across my throat. Oh, God, no. Please don't. <laughs> Where she's perched up in the tree and just looking down. The creepy thing is she has this, like, smile on her face. <gasps> because it's kind of like, let me take care of you. I'm here to protect you. You're my child. Help. I'm here to help. I'm here to help you. But <sighs> almost in that last one where she's like, so you figured it out, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Let's get. Let's get. <laughs> um, you can get this. Um, it's part of Viz, uh, I believe. So wherever Viz is available, um, Viz Media. And it's yeah. We only read three stories. There's more stories yeah, in this book. Absolutely. Um, they just I, posted. They just. This just came out this year. This. This summer, in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Um, I ordered a hard copy of it as well, uh, so that way I would be able to terrify myself whenever I want, even without <laughs> electricity. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, by candlelight's the best way to terrify yourself. Yeah. It's true. Um, so it'll be on my bookshelf next to my Babadook book, mm-hmm. which will be great. Um, but yeah, so you can get it like in print. You can get it uh, just, you know, I'd order it directly or um, go through Viz Media. And the name they of the have it also iBook, and stuff. Yeah, Comicsology, iBook Store. The name of the anthology, one more time, just for Fragments of Horror. Oh, Lord. By Junji Ito. All right, cool. So let's move away from that terrifying because I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> I and really liked it. Let's move on to Ryan's book, which, which was a little bit on the lighter side. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my book is, I don't know, it feels like it's almost a kind of a friendly American combination of the last couple of books. Yes, I was just going to say, it seems like the um, friendly American version of Alan's book. It's like like someone in the States said, hey, we're going to option this as a movie here in the States. (laughs) Uh, So the book I brought is called Hector Plasm de Mortuis. Uh, It's written by Benito Serino with art by uh, Nate Belgard and colors by someone else whose name I don't remember. Uh, I'll look it up before we're done talking about it. Uh, so it's about this guy. It's it's kind of like an anthology book. It's it's like a a few different stories about this guy Hector Plasm, who is a monster demon hunter guy. He, I, I I think he would be more he of a spiritualist. Like I don't know. He's like a ghost cleaner. He's a spiritual balancer. You call him. He's a ghostbuster. Yeah, I guess you call him. He's ghostbuster. a ghostbuster. It makes you feel good. Yeah. So what'd you guys think? Um. It was interesting. I like the art a lot in this book. Really? That was one thing it I didn't like. It reminded me a lot of like um, <clears throat> I was worried the life when I saw after. The cover that it was going to be okay, like that. Okay. Yeah, like the art style reminded mm-hmm. me a little bit of like Gabo uh, right. at times, you know, but uh, there's a lot of like little thin, like very detailed lines and the he, bright colors yeah, Is he and a stuff. European artist? Mm-mm. Really? Like they're all... 
you know, Americans. But it looks like it's got a lot of European influence. So yeah, can oh, absolutely. I, can I ask you what is this? Because I notice there's a lot of pages that say end on them. Is this like an anthology of just like shorter stuff? So put it together? was a web comic. Is before, that what you said? Right? It was a web comic. I think it was. I don't know if it was a. I haven't. There's not a place online, as far as I'm aware, that it exists as a web comic. Though it may have been. I think it was just released in like random anthologies and and little things beforehand. Gotcha. And they, gotcha. Okay combined it and released it all through uh image it might have it, it I th- i've seen stuff about it posted online so gotcha. that it might have been a combination of web comics or like you know little comics in various anthologies gotcha okay um yeah i i really i really liked it um it was it, i liked that it, it was i was once i got into it I, got, I i started to like it once i was like oh it's like just various adventures of this guy as opposed to once you start seeing like, the flashbacks yeah. mm-hmm. um, and you kind of see a linear progression there, like once he mm-hmm. starts fighting the, um, the, not the djinn, um, the, the, yeah. the ones, like the, the demons that are like in, I think, India? The angry like biting yeah. ones. The, the bitey ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I call the big one bitey. I, <laughs> I like that it's kind of like exposition on, on overdrive. Yeah. Like it's like oh by the way yeah I was trained by a ghost but we don't know you need to go into why that happened it's just that's what happened and yeah. then this happened and this happened and this happened and like oh there were some people I met along the way it's almost like someone's explaining Doctor Who to you very very fast <laughs> like I saw there's a video I think it's one of those guys the Fine Brothers they do like doc the entire sixty year history of Doctor Who in like six minutes go and it's okay. just like but it's like okay okay what's going on but it's they they it feels like they skipped over all the unimportant details like this is just something that happened and if we want to reference it's almost manga like yeah like this happened we'll reference it later if we feel like it but that's, that's how it happened it sort of hints at a, at a rich backstory that you don't know yeah which is great because then because then what happens is you start making up your own you start putting it together in your own head which is which is great which i think a, a really good book does that i liked its ability to explore like different cultures uh-huh. with it and that not too. to just be like, Oh, well there's a demon and there's a demon in, in India and there's a demon in Australia. It's right. like, well, let's look at what they would do in that sense. It, um, it, it was very similar to like when we read goners where mm-hmm. it does reference culture, uh, a lot, you know, and it, it looks like someone did their homework just like we saw with, uh, Jacob, you know, doing his mm. homework for goners. It looks like who, who did this again? Uh, Benito Serino is the writer. He's actually like a folklorist, like oh, a, yeah, that makes a lot more and sense. he always is, is posting like, like whenever, uh, because he writes for Comics Alliance every so often yeah. and like explains like the history of, of why this is a thing or like, uh, he wrote that really funny Christmas comic about the, the log that poops candy. Oh yeah. Ah, Cagatillo. The Cagatillo. We yeah, talked yeah. about that on Stephen things. Yeah. yeah. Cagatillo. Yep, that's the thing. Uh, I can't get over the fact that he. You hit him, and then the. It's candy a log comes out. that, oh, the, that you okay. feed every day, and then at Christmas, they you cover it in a blanket, open. and you pull off the blanket, and the log has pooped out your gifts. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, I can't get <laughs> I over the, the culture's wonderful. Can't get over the fact that this guy just looks like a really haggard Vegeta. He does. <laughs> I he like, definitely it does. Just, it's killing me. I like his, me. like, athletic outfits that he yeah, always seems I to just, be wearing. I really expect him to, like, <laughs> yell at a ghost for not respecting his prince, uh, being the prince of all Saiyans. Yeah. He's yeah. like, don't you know who I am? I'm the prince of all Saiyans. And then he cuts him with his spirit sword. Because <laughs> of his style of dress and hair, I, yeah. I, I feel like he's... Like he's European, yeah. definitely, and mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel that he's really into Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't. He feels uh, like he looks a lot like a like a manga character to me. With the spiky hair. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, cool he looks outfits. like a westernized manga character. Yeah, he does. Which yeah. is really interesting. It, um, I I actually like a lot of the character design in this stuff. 
because it does reference a lot of that cultural like uh-huh. influence, uh, especially with those bitey things that we were talking about. For sure. Um, yeah, and it just seems like the little little short stories are a really good way to introduce. Like it's almost like having like a book having its own mythology without actually having to spend years setting it up. Yeah. Right. Because you just take a little vignette here and a little vignette here and right. a little vignette here. All of a sudden your brain puts together six to seven years of this person's lifespan without actually reading it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which yeah. I think is really cool. Um, it also is a good way to attach yourself to a character. Yeah. Like I agree. If, if you feel like you've been like, I just spent 30 minutes going through 50 adventures with this person because they're all in small. And like all of a sudden you feel really invested in this character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever side characters are in, they're in, you know, interacting with. Yeah. For I, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I definitely grew attached to him, even though at first I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just learning, you know, yeah. a little bit about him. But, um, he he grows on you for some reason, and yeah. it, it's like because it's not this typical like oh I don't know if I can do it. It's like well okay, punch punch the clock. Time to time to clock in. Yeah. Do my job. Yeah, and he's like oh man I, I don't like these guys. They're really they're not just like the typical bad guys. They're like the bad bad guys. You know like uh. like he he cares about the people you know that he's mm. helping, not just because he's doing his job or because no one else will do it. It's because he genuinely. I feel like wants to help. Um, I have a favorite part in my in, in this book. Yeah. All right. My favorite part is where he goes to the school um, where he there's that one ghost that keeps hanging herself and like, mm-hmm. you know, she's like all that stuff and killing herself um, where he goes to save this random girl that walks around the corner and the ghost girl slits that girl's throat. And, you know, she's like, ah. And then in the next scene, you see her body falling, but, like, the bluish version of her standing in place, mm-hmm. and just, like, unaware. He grabs that and keeps running. And she's like, oh, she almost slipped my throat. And he just doesn't say anything about it, but you can see it on his face. And you see him running. Like, it, there's more than just, I got to get away from this thing. But there's almost, like, that whole, like, how am I going to tell this to her later? Yeah. Like, like uh, this is, I hate this part. That's, that's and, why it sucked at yeah. the very end when she realizes that she's dead and she kind of just like fades away. Yeah. Because she's deteriorating as they're running and you just feel really bad well, it's, for her. It's right there where they're running up the stairs and she says, I think I need a doctor. And he's like, no, you don't. And then she just starts to fade, you know, and, and deteriorates and stuff. And that's what, like, it's, it's interesting how in a scene where you have this like fiery spiral demon chasing them up, you know, and they're running away and all this action and he's looking to make sure that they're not going to get got, you know, he, um, has, there's a little bit in his face of like, Oh, Oh honey, we're going to have a talk later. Oh man, this is going to suck. Know? So I, I really like that. That really sold me on, on the book, you know, furthermore. So, I don't know. Yeah. Ian, I thought that you would like the beatnik devil. I yeah, did. The beatnik demon and uh, the cowboy and the, angel. Yeah, the like man with no name angel. I dig that. I, you know what my favorite part was? When he was fighting the mummy. I don't know why, but I just really enjoyed that. And he's like, hey, I just aged 50 years in yeah. one moment. You know what this <laughs> book is? the worst part of my day. Hector, yes. Hector Plasm is to like uh, ghost adventure as Atomic Robo is to science adventure. Oh, yeah, okay, like this yeah. felt very Atomic Robo ish. Yeah. All right, like, yeah, with, with the short story. It's like if the... Constantine would smile a little more. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It's like if, if if they let Constantine be written by like I don't know, uh, who's fun? 
<laughs> Somebody who's fun. I feel like <laughs> that sounds like the name of some indie movie. If Constantine would smile. It's like if, it's like if Chip Zdarsky wrote Constantine. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Uh, so where can people check this out, Ryan? Uh, this came out actually in 2006, so a wow, while really? ago. So uh, theoretically, you should you could find it, but I don't. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, they have it on Comixology. Uh, I got it actually after our last Halloween episode. I was like, shoot, I don't have any good scary books. Yeah. I need to get spoopy. some some spoopy stuff. Uh, and I got it for like a buck <laughs> on Comixology. Nice. Uh, there's a sequel book that came out in 2009 called Hectorplasm Totentats. And it's him fighting a bunch of uh, of Egyptian angry dead people. There you go, yeah. Uh, it's like a like a complete story. So was this was yeah. like kind of like a one one and done type of book well, yeah apparently it's several one yeah, and yeah. Dones, it's, yeah it's it's just like a it's like a couple of dudes who uh like every so often they just write a new story about them but it's not like their main gig yeah yeah it's like their whatever gig man it's a, it's a labor of love yeah there you go nice that's rad sweet well uh yeah i would definitely recommend checking out hexaposm it's, it's it's pretty good it's pretty darn good um so and spoopy finally my book i'm i get to go last um lucky you so my book I brought, I had to keep in the superhero realm because that's kind of my, my, my thing. I tried to bring superhero books, but I wanted to bring a scary one. And I totally forgot about this until it just hit me mid-episode last time. So I brought the first issue, first of five, out of one of many, 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 many series of Marvel Zombies, uh, written by Mr. Robert Kirkman of Walking Dead uh, fame. Uh, so the zombie, basically the idea behind this concept is that there's an alternate Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe we all know is Spider-Man and, and the X-Men and you know the Avengers and all that. But yeah. everybody here has been turned into zombies. But they're not, not like... Not mind- everybody except Magneto. Except for Magneto. And they're not mindless zombies. They're not... Not stupid. Like they can talk and communicate with each other, but they just have a. It's almost like they have like a disease. They're just a hunger for flesh. Mm-hmm. They just want to eat food, but they're still like Peter Parker. They're still you know Captain America. They're still these people, mm-hmm. um, but they have this insatiable hunger <laughs> and, and no lips and so no lips. When the hunger gets to them, then Earth twenty one forty nine. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, perfect. Alan. Thank you. That's now we know. Um, so yeah, and, and this book pretty much involves the one of the last remaining people alive, Magneto, uh, being chased down by a huge group of them, and uh, we have a special visitor arriving at the end. Uh, but what did you guys think of it? I know it's something that, uh, I know, listen, I know it's campy. <laughs> I really do. But what did you guys think of it? <laughs> Just real quick, uh, Marvel Universe is broken up into what's called the multiverse. Every yes. Earth is a different version, and each Earth has a different number. So the standard Marvel Universe is called Earth 616 yep. or 616. So you'll see a lot of 616 six references six. in Marvel And so stuff. the the universe in the X-Men Days of Future Past is actually its own universe. Um, the universe where that came to be. Um, I forget the actual numbers. I don't know. And we and we, t- we head, talked a lot about about that too. We talked about like uh, Spider Verse, Ghost Race, and Ghost Racers too. Ghost we talked Racers, a lot about that because that uh, Battle World pretty much took all those different universes and shoved them onto one. But exactly. I mean, but I mean, they even have like canonical universes for not only like Marvel's Ultimate Universe, correct? But even like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there correct. there is actually a universe, a Marvel universe, where not there's one where everybody's Thor, and there's also one where everything exactly the same. But everybody has a beard. That's literally <laughs> also, the only difference. There's also the talking animal universe, which is where Frog is from. And Spider yeah. And Spider Ham. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that being said, this book sucks. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this book was absolutely terrible. Okay, explain. Uh, I don't know. Like I was avoiding reading this for a long time, and I'm just like, there's nothing about this book that I would want to read. And then as I'm being forced to read it, 
Uh, let me put it this way. I had way more fun reading The Long Halloween than I did reading this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, I'm not saying your taste is bad, Ian. I'm just saying like... Oh, I picked this book just because it was scary. It's I didn't, not. I didn't, it's, I didn't, it's so which, which dumb. Which part? Was, I, I mean, they're uh, not even... Okay. Pause for a Chewy earmuffs. You guys are a bunch of wusses. I don't like putting scary stuff in front of you. Chewy, I know, could handle this. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like, oh, man, there's a lot of guts. I'm really <laughs> frightened right now. Guts don't if frighten it, me. If it weren't for the absolutely terrible dialogue going on right, I was in trying to not to make Alan feel left out. But I mean, <laughs> the... Okay. So the art in this, this book is fantastic. Let me ask you the this. The art is great in this book. <laughs> let me but ask fact, you this. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. Let me ask you the, this. The fact, that, the fact that they are all the same superhero, they just happen to be zombies, that's stupid. I mean, if you're going to make them zombies, let them be zombies. Let them say brains or shamble about. They can keep their superpowers. I don't care. The fact that they're the exact same person and they just happen to be decaying, that sucks. That's a terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you I'll, make, I'll make, make sure to give point. that to Robert Kirkman, but I don't think he can hear you over his giant. Robert Kirkman made a better version of his book. It's called The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, he also, he also wrote it six years earlier. <laughs> this feels like they wanted to just do something zombie-ish. They go, hey, that guy writes zombie books. Who wants some money? But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's like, I like have money. It's like, do it's you want true. more money? <laughs> I need some walking around money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the first issue doesn't do it justice. I've read more of these, believe, believe it or not. And I think the later issues do it justice because it becomes like, you know how in, Mar- in Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, it's just like, oh, how many different ways are Deadpool going to kill people? It's not. It's yeah. literally a cook-off reel. Yeah. That, but this book becomes that, but with zombies. Becomes? You, yes. Because but they as, don't even follow any of the zombie rules. Heads are flying off and everybody's still alive. I'm like, what is the point? Well, Captain America walks in he's like, oh, uh, my brains are in my hand. Uh, they explained part of that with what part of the brain was damaged. Uh, however, however, the fault with that, because basically what they're saying is it didn't hit the base the the the, the base stem. functions the the brainstem, but at the same time, uh, he's way too articulate for the part of brain that he lost. I agree. <laughs> he he shouldn't be talking that. He he shouldn't be like. Well, I think he should be like. I talk good now. First of all, do you think? Let me ask you this, and I'm I'm gonna tell. And I'm not defending the book in any in any way. I'm just gonna say this. Do you think Marvel would let a book exist where all of their biggest heroes go the entire time? Yes. Yes. No. They should have, because this sucks. I I think, um, so I was really excited to read this book, because I've been wanting to read it for a while, because I'm like, it's Marvel, and it's zombies. Like, what? That's great. You know what? Like, cheese is really good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> cheese is, like, amazing. Like yes. Right? And you know what else is amazing? High chews. High chews are also amazing. The fruity, chewable, yeah, delicious. But may, maybe good. not necessarily popsicles together. Are great. <laughs> yeah, popsicles. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want a cheese popsicle. Yeah, that's popsicles with chewy candy. Popsicles with super hot melted cheese. <laughs> so, so I, I fruit good. My cake great. Fruit, fruit cake, cake nasty crap. <laughs> my problem with this was I, I kind of. I'm not going to go out there and say it's a terrible, horrible book. But what I will say is they it just feels like they didn't really commit to anything, whether that was Marvel saying, you can't do this, or, or, or what, I, I don't know. But you have a lot of potential there. They could have gone where it's like, 
well, Thor still has Thor's powers, but he's a zombie, so he'll just kill you with Thor's powers and eat you. But there was... And even I could I could even be like okay well there, it's a different spin it's like uh, we get hungry and then we turn into me- mentally we turn into zombies and once we eat then we kind of go back to being ourselves I could even let that slide I'm like mm, okay I'll let that slide but what it was is once they're sitting there being like I mean look at me my legs missing oh man would you look at this I got a bone in my stomach yeah. hey. I got a handful of brains here. It's just it got it turned into a little bit of like, would you look at this mess we're in? <laughs> if they lost, and that was like one or two pages straight of that. If they lost that and instead just spent more time with let's figure this out, I, I I'd have bought it. But it, it kind of just seems like it it didn't really commit to one way or another with that. And, and if yeah. they wanted to do the whole like, well, they lopped off part of Cap's head. How come he's not dead? How come he's still a zombie? And they're like, well, it didn't go after the base, you know, functions of the brain. Then you have to follow the rule and say, well, then it took off some of his higher functions. So he couldn't speak. It would have been cool if after that he was like, yeah, if he had like like, diminished a bit, that would be at least it it would be some sort of, of consequence there. Or just don't explain it and just be like, hey, we're zombies. I think clearly what they're going for here is. The zombies are going to be a thing, and it's they're not going to be like it's not about escaping from the zombies. It's not it's this book is not about beating the zombies. It is about how fast can we turn everyone else into zombies, and I think that's the whole point. Well, that's what Ian was saying that it turns into later. I guess that's so. What I if I were to tell case. you all of these guys eat Galactus? That sounds expletive deleted. Terrible. Like. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I? So hard not to swear. Ryan, the worst thing I'd read this month. (laughs) I am on the fence about zombie books in general. Sometimes I like them, sometimes I don't. Uh, But I think generally the thing that works really successful in zombie books and movies is when we have a group of plucky survivors who we follow and, and watch them have to deal with the zombies. I mean, that's, that's why, the walking dead is so successful is because those plucky survivors are well-written with deep backstories, um, and, and interesting choices. But this book, the zombies are the good guys, but they're of, not good, but I, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, well, then who do I root for? I think, okay. And also yeah, man, a, a full two page spread with zombies just sitting around talking how they just ate a body. I have a question. And then inconsolable Spider-Man again. I have. I uh, just ate a body. I have a question. I ate my Aunt May. Yeah, like okay, that was funny. That part was funny. <laughs> that was, did you ever stop to think that, that maybe this is not a scary book but a funny book? Who no, no, I, I get it, but, but we it, didn't know that just, going in. No, but you, you know didn't. what though? Like I, I like I get that it's, it's supposed to bad. be funny, but I still like why? I mean it. it the the thing that bugs me about it is that it just reeks of like, well, we printed this because it was easier than just printing money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I did, I did like Sometimes that. There's a reason I bring the books that I bring. That's that's how this book smells to me. Yeah, and, oh, and it yeah. stinks. I, 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 I have like a legitimate zombie me. question, please. Because I, I I sorry, one more thing. I also okay. like that. What's his face? Giganto. Uh, <laughs> giant man, yeah, giant, giant man. man. There you go. That's Ant Man, but opposite. A giant it's the same man, giant Ant Man. I like how Giant Man in that one uh, panel though is Spider Man. Please, 
There's not a person here who didn't need a loved one. All the Avengers have had a piece of Jarvis. He he almost didn't fight it. It was horrific. But we can only but we only have so long until after we eat. It's just like he's like, okay, yes, horrible. Moving forward. And to be fair, that is what Pim would say. Yeah. Or, he would be or like, part, well, clearly we're zombies. Or the part where this Hulk is like, this. well, I can't Hulk out anymore because I don't feel pain. Yeah. Well, I'm not well, scared of anything. Well, how did he Hulk out the first yeah, that's, time? Yeah, I feel yeah, like you removed the mover. Let me let me tell you what I think. I think that Marvel went to Robert Kirkman because he saw they saw he had a popular zombie book and said, "This guy knows zombies. Let's make some money by making him write a book about yep. zombies in the Marvel universe." So he's like, "Sweet, I want them to just be li-. like, I if they would have written this book like all from Magneto's perspective of trying to like get away and yeah. it was all internal monologue and they were honest to God zombies, that'd be good." Yeah. You know what probably happened? Marvel was like, oh no, we need those characters. We like those. We want them to talk. Can they talk? Can you make, <laughs> can you make the zombies talk? And they what? probably had so many editorial changes that Kirkman just went, you know what? All right. F it. Fine. I'm just going to write this stupid book. It's going to be good. Sure, they'll talk and they'll say the most asinine things you can think of. <laughs> it's really And they'll asinine. say goofy stuff. Because I remember seeing this a long time ago and thinking, Marvel, thought- zombies, what can go wrong? And then I read this. And I, just to double verify, I continued to read the whole first series. And it's a lot of this. And when I realized, oh, he's doing this because they probably won't let him do what he wants to do. I thought it would I, lo- I liked it for that a lot better. Although, keep but that in being mind, said, it's like saying I like The Room because it's a great movie. It's yeah, not. Fair enough. <laughs> that being this said, is, this is also the man who wrote Battle Pope. Yes. So yeah, keep true, that true, in mind. Yeah. Yes. I, I I'm not also, saying Kirk, I'm, I mean, Kirkman's got a pile of money. He's happy. Yeah. He's doing fine. He's I like, also did like, I, I thought it would have been cool if uh, if it would have ended on that panel where they finally get Magneto and then you just mm-hmm. have those like that Walking Dead style, like one page like splash of like all these like little like panels was like chomp 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 yeah i did like that part i did like when they're eating him i like uh, i did like that it felt like a walking dead it's it's well done it's successful as a comic book it just it's literally pictures with words put together that is a comic book yeah what's your zombie question okay i have a legitimate zombie question that's really killing me because this is the problem i have with every zombie movie all right let's hear it zombies eat people yes like Completely, not always. Depending on the not always the, the zombies, but there's a the good mo- portion of people get mostly eaten that are supposed to turn into zombies, but they're mostly eaten. I well, think well, if they just get the bit, ratio or if they get consumed. Versus consumed. It's there the same with it vampires. Depends. Sometimes a vampire just gets bit. A person just gets bit, and they turn into a vampire. Sometimes all their blood is drained from their body, and they become a. Well, let's a put this way. So you better hope that you get let's, attacked. Let's by pretend like, let's yeah. a zombie that's really hungry, so you don't come back as a zombie. Well, there's there's two types of zombies. Right. There's okay. Let's say two zombies enter this room right now. It, it's one zombie might bite you, Alan. And then we all run out and it chases after us. One zombie might bite you, Alan. We all run out and it continues to eat you. It so depends. It's just kind of depends. It's luck of the draw. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, a bear. A bear might eat you whole or it might bite you and run away. It's just like werewolves. So but werewolf, you don't turn into a bear. A werewolf might bite Were you bear and then you turn sweet. into a werewolf or it might eat you. Unlike a vampire, which the idea behind a vampire is it drains your blood and then you become a vampire, right? It, it's kind of there's a, th- a bunch of different ways on how you become a vampire too. You meet, like are you gonna go with the Anne Rice I mean, way where two so guys now have we're to not gonna drink get each other's Magneto, blood? And we're not gonna get a kiss? Magneto zombie now. No, because no. he's gonna well, mirror and you let it. It doesn't look like it. See, that's <laughs> he's like dead. That's I mean, it's comment. it's yeah. but they do eat Galactus, by the way. That does happen. It's kind of like <laughs> being and then like, they get his cosmic powers and fly through the universe to try to eat more planets. Apparently, by the way, apparently there's a crossover with this universe. Yes, with Army of Darkness. And they like 
they is, they try is... to get through the portal to the other universe. Yes, and like one of them gets through mm. or something. But yet that so. book about Deadpool going through portals to fight other Deadpools is okay. No, Here's I thought that book was also garbage. I'm talking to this guy. Okay. You're, I understand you're you're respectful. You didn't shout at the microphone. I did because this <laughs> book was dumb, and I you have to respect my. What if my there was a Deadpool zombie? We didn't see amendment. him. I bet you'd like him. <laughs> I bet if I bet if you saw a Deadpool zombie yeah. who just went, I guarantee you'd you be that so exists. mad. You'd be like. Why isn't he saying funny quips? You'd be like, I wish they would have let him say a couple things or do something funny. What if just one of his internal monologues was a zombie, the rest of him was normal? Oh, that'd be hilarious. No, it would be dumb. (laughs) Yeah, but that being said... uh, Oh, a thing that that I like. It's a zombie. It's okay. If all of his internal monologues and his voice were all zombie talk, (laughs) uh, but they're still having conversations with each other. Guys, the point that my... I feel like a lot of the times my job on the podcast is to be the dartboard at which... Get the darts get thrown, and I just Ian. I'm not. No, 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 hold on. Not bringing so many, hold no. on, hold on. The point. Oh, just you. The re- so, so hold sometimes, on. sometimes Ian I bring has you, to play his smallest violin. No, sometimes no. I'm not playing small violin because I think you guys are right. Sometimes I got to bring books that are great. Sometimes I got to bring books that are bad. The point is, it's a you public service announcement that are for bad. children. But not, I do. No, because, you don't. Because no, I don't. Think I do. You know why? Because there's some comic newbie who's gonna be walking to the store and say, "Marvel zombies." Whoa, that's great. I don't need this Matt Fraction Hawkeye. I want Marvel Zombies. Well, and, and this is to train them. Way. Don't buy Marvel Zombies. <laughs> buy Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. It's okay, better. Ian, I'm I'm with you. I don't think you have bad taste or anything. No, like I didn't that. pick this. Okay. I picked this only because it had the word Marvel and something spoopy in it. I didn't know that. <laughs> and I had I was expecting Marvel Zombies, not Marvel campy zombies. No, I know. Me neither. So when I, I first am, read this, I was very disappointed. I am upset that I got hoodwinked. <laughs> That's what I'm mad at. That movie is pretty bad, too. I, I what am, if they had Marvel vampires? It'd be the same. And everybody was super gothy. They ha- Actually, you know what? They do. They just, it's called Ultimates 3. They have a, 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 a comic book where the entire Ultimate Marvel universe gets turned into vampires and blades going around. Hunt the vampires <laughs> with sounds, people. That sounds great. It is. Uh, that's going to be, you know what? I'll remember that dumb. for next year. Right. I'll remember that for next year. Because there's a whole series about it. I saw it in the series. I think series there's also a one where, where all the DC people become vampires. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there. Well, there's that one. There's that uh, that one uh, where Batman's a vampire, the yeah, Elseworlds book. Yeah. And then he fights Dracula. I've seen that episode of Batman the Brave and the Bold. Yep. Anyway, so. <laughs> Make up your own mind about Marvel zombies, but if I may make recommend, make up your mind as long as it's bad. So basically, uh, this is well, my official I, like bellwether for people. And like, oh, Marvel zombies, and I'm gonna immediately ba- start treating you with suspicion. Basically, I guess what I'm trying to say. <laughs> basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is that Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Matt Fraction's Hawkeye are all available on Comicsology wherever <laughs> Marvel comics are sold. So please go check those out, and maybe not this one. All right, so uh, that is uh, for that is uh, here's my issue. We're going to move on now to First Prince uh, and switch comic universes here and jump into the DC universe and talk about the second half uh, issues. Uh, what was it? Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. That's yep. correct. Of uh, the Long Halloween, the uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, a Batman detective mystery book. So. We know the end of the book now. Now you guys, you guys were talking about last time who you thought Holiday was. Were you disappointed? Were you surprised? We I were mean, all right. I was. Yeah. Holiday was like everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it turned out everybody's holiday. Like everybody except for Jim Gordon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I w- Batman. I was well, surprised. Yes, because I didn't see it coming that the guy that was dead was partially Holiday. Or entirely holiday, or partially, never partially, partially. Okay, he's, a copy, he's part of the holiday. He's a copycat. Club. Okay, 
He's okay. the second holiday. Yes. No, wait, he was the first holiday. No, no, he was. The Gilda second. was the second holiday. No, Gilda started it. Oh, really? Yeah, and she, then she, she, she was like, it up. "Happy family, happy family, need family." Okay, so oh, okay. Well, no, I thought I, she I just wanted yeah. Harvey home. Yeah, because the she they wanted to settle down. Yeah. Yeah, so she wanted a family so badly that she went out and killed people. Well, so you know how... Which, as we know in Gotham, works ever so well. You know how uh, in every comic and every movie we have to kill Uncle Ben? Yeah, yeah. In every movie and every comic book, we have to two-face Harvey Dent. It's true. If every Harvey Dent exists, freaking time, you got to turn him into two-face. I am like, it's the same. It's a different story every time, which I guess is nice. But at the same time, yeah. I'm so sick of seeing Harvey Dent get turned into Two-Face. Like, I'm what what so have you seen more often? <laughs> Batman's origin or Two-Face's origin? Uh, Batman's origin. Right? Oh, yeah, honestly, honest. they probably oh, I would say I would, I would say, like, the three things you, I know about Batman, the third thing, obviously Bruce Wayne's origin, number two is the Joker, number three what people know is how Harvey Dent became Two-Face. Yeah. I would argue that is the third most important, like, third most well-known pop cultural thing. Even yeah. before how Dick Grayson became Robin, yeah, people know how Harvey Dent becomes Two-Face. And Something bad happens to his face. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just half, half of it. One yeah, but, half of his. But face. that being said, it's so did always... you guys enjoy reading the Dark Knight or the I mean, Dark Knight with some extra characters? <laughs> the Dark Knight, yeah, basically is what happened. Uh, that's the other thing is Harvey Dent gets built up as a character, and it's always supposed to be like the fall of the of the Golden Boy, right? Yeah, and that's always the case. He and was Gotham's White Knight. Yeah, yes. and it's always the same thing, and it's just. It loses its appeal after the like eighth retelling. Arguably, though, this is this was written well before the Dark Knight. Okay, so that being said, what is your favorite version of Harvey Dent becoming de- uh, becoming Two Face? Um, Batman the animated series. Yeah, probably. Which, which was what nostalgia? Uh, that's 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 he already has a temper problem. Yeah, he's got a split personality problem, so it's already incited that there's something there, and that literally just becomes the physical man. Like, and sometimes he just that. flips out on people. Yeah, and like, beats well, the they crap call him they them. call him Bad Harv. Don't yeah, yeah, they? Big like Bad Harv, and yeah. then his face the gets burned, voice and then he's just like, "All right, it's just like the catalyst." Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the, like, yeah, it's the physical. And there's there's actually there's actually a really good scene in in the the two part episode of Batman the animated series where he becomes Two Face, <laughs> where he's being. He gets hypnotized by by a, a psychologist, which is you know, not necessarily science. But uh, so anyway, and and she's asking him like, tell, let me talk to Big Bad Harv. And it's in a dark room, and then lightning flashes, and lightning flashes. You see his face regular. Lightning flashes again. He looks like Two Face, and then flashes again, and, and he's back to regular Harvey Dent. And then later in the episode, he actually does turn into Two Face, and it's I just. And that's I, when Batman goes, oh, Harvey. And like, it's like, oh, yeah. no. And then they don't show you his face. Yeah, yeah, they don't show you his face for like an entire episode. <laughs> Here, here's what bummed me out about this, like uh, Harvey Dent business in this book. Mm-hmm. He has the thing. He's, you know, being like a jerk. Like, well, we should just kill him. They're killing each other. Why don't we just let him do that? I don't see why we're sweating. Up, you know, mm-hmm. he's getting all like bad Harv and stuff. And then they throw the acid on his face. Yeah. And by the like, way, who like who thought that up? Like, I'm no, not gonna pull a, th- a gun on him. I'm just gonna throw acid that's, at him. That's the thing that happens a lot in other countries. Really? Yeah. yeah it's a, where it's do like you a, even get acid? Well, the other thing, chemistry. The other Yo, thing man, too. I can help you out with that. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. To you, I was trying to emphasize your point. Well, the other thing with that is okay. Uh, are you going to be able to sneak a gun to someone who's in captivity going to trial? Or are you going to be able to say, hey, here's a bottle of antacids? I mean, you make a very good point. You I know, just, like, I just it, find acid very uh, esoteric. Well, I think uh, at least I know culturally 
the reason that people get acid thrown on their faces is because it it marks you publicly for life. That's true. It permanently disfigures you. It's okay. basically like you think you're so good. Bam. You, you will never you will recover never be, from this. Yeah. No one, everyone who sees you will know that someone did this to you. Yeah, basically. fair enough. That's uh, a very good point. I've been putting my place. Not Carry unto- on, you're not untouchable, <laughs> you know, etc. Um, my problem with it is, you know, he that happens and then he just like runs away and disappears and he doesn't go around being like two faced and like, ha ha ha. You know, he, 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 mm-hmm. he just, he's, oh no, now he's, now he became two faced and he ran away. Yep. Yeah, but it's it's, it's, it's very, not. I, I feel like the thing that I did like about the way they handle Two Face in this is that it seems like throughout the the thirteen issues, like Harvey Dent, the character is becoming more and more beaten down. Yes. yes. Like like he just like can't like nothing he does can can stop this killer, and it's just like every time we see him, he's like getting closer to the end of his rope. He's getting mm-hmm. closer yeah. to his wits end, and it seems like uh, the way the way it's written here, the ass on his face is when he's finally like, "Well, forget it." Yeah, That's like I why I am like I have finally gotten to the point where I give up. Just that last straw. Yeah, and and so I I kind of like that from a like even even compared to Batman the animated series, I, I almost like this better because it's like you see like what frustration and anger like you know if you know if you're a human adult you know what it's like to be frustrated and angry over a long period of time about things that just don't change and there's nothing you can do about it right and it just drives you nuts but but sort of seeing that manifest in him and then finally like he just breaks uh and and it fits with that i don't know it's kind of cool it's kind of an interesting I mean, sort of psychological sense. way to look at it it absolutely yeah. makes sense but the i feel like they could have included one extra page of him just inter- uh, maybe a little bit of internal monologue no they don't even need words what mm. i would do is one extra page of him stumbling out of the hospital clutching his face like running through the forest finding like getting maybe avoiding a couple flashlights finding the sewer and then just like sitting there and being contemplative right before and he talks to Solomon Grundy. Before he talks to Solomon Grundy, right? But just getting to the sewers, and you see that, see that, that that switch flip. Yeah, it could have just been five, six panels, and it just takes you there. Instead of now he's Harvey, now he's Two Face. It was just it was missing you, a very you. small transition. I think it missed the beat after he talks to Grundy because I think that whole scene is where he's contemplating because he even asks, you know, can a man live two lives? And he's, he's asking Solomon Grundy that and it's, he's not going to answer. Of course not. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I think, you know, a scene later on. But the idea that Solomon Grundy is a zombie, essentially he's yeah. died and then he is yeah. Yeah, yeah. living a second exactly. life. I think that's what they're going with that. It's, um, it would have been nice to see add another thing, like just him, I don't know, just like messing around with this coin or yeah. like, you know, so, tucking so a gun both in. of you were missing that, that, that creation scene, the inception scene where he goes, the transition yeah. from yeah. Harvey to two face. Agreed. Yeah. I think yeah. it was implied in this book, but it, but it, I mean, I, I understand what happens, oh, but it, I, I just feel yeah. like it was kind of pointless. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, just so we can see it again. That, that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, and the the dude just pretending to die and that. What? Yeah, the, the fact that the identity of the holiday son. killer being like three different people. Yeah. One of them whom we I thought mean, was dead. Yeah, it was. I think it was supposed to be very kind of like, <gasps> and then like, you know, oh my gosh. And then like take a left turn, then right turn, left turn, brick wall. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what they were going for. And I think it just ended up getting... More, I think it just got more confusing at the end. Yeah. I feel like they kept trying to make it like an impossible mystery to solve. And they're like, oh, it was impossible because it wasn't just one person. It's like, all right, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, reel it back What did, one what did you think, Ian, the first time you read this? How did you feel? What, and especially reading it a second time, knowing who the holiday killer is or who the holiday killers are... How did that impact you? I remember thinking when I first read this, that like this is comparable in my mind to year one and Dark Knight mm. Returns. Reading it now, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And don't get me wrong. It's it's a good, like, if you're if I was to tell you, like, listen, you like Detective Batman, you like the Solving Mystery Batman, mm. you don't necessarily need that. I'm going to punch you until you tell me where the guy is, Batman. This is a better book for you. But even um, then, if, if I might but, interject uh, real quick. There's still punching and beating up, yes, for I, sure. <laughs> well, I just don't think there's even that much detective work going on. I, I, I feel like he goes from place to place, but we're missing, we're missing, once again, that link between him figuring out and him going to the place. I guess what I'm saying is maybe not him detecting, but you detecting. You trying to figure it out. Fair enough. Versus, versus it is, yeah, is yeah. a more detective story. Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's it's a more detective comic, if you will. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Detect that, your own adventure. That being said, um, I... Uh, it's not as good as I remember it. It was. All I right. wish I would have not read it again. To be honest with you, <laughs> I remember it being a lot better. I really want to check out the sequel, um, which I hear is actually pretty good. Right? Did Dark you read this called before? the even longer Halloween? No, no it's I called Dark Victory, and it involves Robin. Mm. Oh. What um, do you think, Ryan? This was new to me. Uh, I thought it was fun. I liked how it sort of went through. I liked the calendar aspect of it, of it yeah. going through a year. It's it's not a terrible book, but it's to me, it's not. I used to put it on the same shelf as in my mind as year one or mm. as uh dark Knight returns. But to me, it's like maybe the next one down. So here's, here's, I it, mean, it's, me being not super into Batman yeah. and I've had three people say, I'm going to turn you. And they're like, I'm going to give you a couple books. Uh, it's like, you got to read. You've read all the ones that I would consider now, all the ones that I would consider like big. We're just missing one so far. So is... the, the three that I've always been recommended are dark Knight returns, yeah. the long Halloween yeah. and hush. Uh, the killing yeah. joke is. Yeah. Oh, well, we also we, we read not. that. And we also read year one too. Yeah, we well, did read. We did read year one. one. We did. Yeah. Early, oh, we did. Early. Yeah, you know that was pretty good too. Uh, but that being said, Hush, I've never read, and I'd be interested to read. Oh, Hush apparently Hush. is really read. high on the list, I've but never read it. Either. Long Halloween is also really always Long Halloween and um, what was the other one I just mentioned? Not uh, year one, but there was uh, Dark Knight Returns. No, there was anyway. I forget it. But Long Halloween has been switched out with something else. The Killing Joke. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of take place, depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But that being mm-hmm. said, why is this one so high on a lot of lists that I've always gotten? Because it's the it's it's a it's a long definitive origin of Harvey Dent. It's iconic. Is it though? Because we just it's, mentioned and it three also or has four other ver- at, origins yes, of Harvey Dent. But, okay, comic origin. Uh, like it's a if someone would ask me, how did Harvey Dent become uh, come two face? I'm like, here's a long Halloween. Go ahead and check that out. Also, it's a couple of things. A the idea that it's all these holiday themed issues, it's a cool idea. Okay. That's another reason. And it touches a lot of the different elements of the Batman mythos Two. and the Batman, you know, the rogues gallery. We Three. get it we get a the, bunch of different we get a Joker issue. We yes. get we get a bunch of issues of with Catwoman. It's 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 one of the Early I mean, panel books where <laughs> it's a really good panel. I love with, this panel with with the like Batman Catwoman romance being yeah. like an actual thing. Yeah, as opposed to like a hinty flirty thing. Yeah, this is one of the I, I feel like one of the earlier books where it's like an actual like they're together thing. That makes the, sense. The other thing is it looks great. 
Like it does. It, it, it the art's fantastic, and anytime you have that in part of the mix, it's gonna already kick it up. You know, a couple notches on pure style points, and it's it gives you a lot. It hints a lot towards the feel of Dark Knight, um, but. Don't forget, it's super dark. Yeah, but yeah, it, but at the same time, it's also not quite as overly violent or on-screen violent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's say, as that book by Frank Miller. Also, so it's kind of like an alternative. It's like the, it's it's kind of like, uh, it's like that mainstream goth band. You know that band that it's like, it's like okay, there's like goth music or there's like you know black there's metal. There's like Ein, Ein Nir, uh, I can't ever pronounce her name. There's Nirbaten, that band, the like super incredibly hardcore, mm-hmm. like Bauhaus. But then there's also like Cradle of Filth. Yeah, or, or KMFDM, and like bands that everybody knows. Yeah, that are also kind of gothy. There's exactly. It's like okay, here this gets you the same vibe overall, but it, it's a little bit easier on your palate. It's nine inch nails. That makes sense. I, oh, there I, you I, go. I, I would say that's part of why it becomes as iconic as it is. You know, and it's also, I mean, the title too. Yeah, it's every. It's, it's cool. the it's the whole package. Even yeah. if the story lets you down a little bit, you got some great art. You got enough stuff, to, enough content to keep you guessing. Especially if you're new to comics, like yes. this is the first idea of a mystery comic. This so is like here's the first thing where I saw something we, at the al- end. Also, what we got in this book was another version of Batman. We got Spawn Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 a little bit. Do you, See, does that? What do you? What do you guys? How do you rate Spawn Batman in your in your appearance I, I, of Batman? I, I think that if, if, if this was next to like if this was next to like Greg Capullo Batman, if Greg Capullo decided to draw, or if like I, and I know I'm going to say some bad words here, but Ryan Cover yours. If if Jim Lee drew Batman like this, I'd be like, what the heck? But this fits the rest of the style yeah. of the characters. It works in this context. Chewie, do you have a? Favorite? I usually like short ear Batman, not long ear Batman as much. Do you have yeah. a, a rating of this Batman? Um, I like him. You know, I, I like them, I think, because it definitely, I think, makes use of the uh, the idea that he's using fear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I would say I enjoyed this book. You, you know, I, overall, if I had to give it a rating, it would be a positive rating. It, it's I, I side with Ian. It's not my top shelf Batman book necessarily. Um but, you know, I'd, I'd probably give it a solid, like, 7 out of 10, you know, overall. Um, just based on... Now, that's based on it just alone. Like, it, me as a person having read a lot of Batman and seen a lot of different versions of Batman and these characters and their origins and, and all that stuff and all these different versions... I, I have to kind of separate myself. I have to do a little two-facing of my own. I got to look at it from <laughs> <laughs> the lens of I know all this stuff already, and it's frustrating yeah. to see some of these things being done. And then I kind of had to take a step back and say, okay, this is my first, you know, long Batman book. You know, how does that feel and look and all that stuff? And once you kind of remove that knowledge, it, it it's like, okay, cool. That's I can see how it can be really exciting and like really mysterious and you have that double twist and it's I, I it's one of those things. It's the the complete package. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Well, if you like The Long Halloween, uh, a couple of the recommendations for you by the same creative team. Uh, there's another little mini one called Haunted Night, which is a collection of some of the uh, Batman uh, Legends of the Dark Knight Halloween issues, which is kind of mm-hmm. what 
brought this book around. And there's actually a sequel to this called Dark Victory, which I have not read, but I've heard good things about. So, um, And speaking of Jeff Love, you talk about Hush. He actually also wrote Hush as well. So uh, maybe one day we'll check that out. So, But Alan, you've... You've done another Batman book. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a break for a while. But uh, yeah, you can find Long Halloween pretty much anywhere. Um, I mean, for me, to kind of wrap it up, I, I think I think that everything you guys are saying is incredibly valid, especially now reading it again. I like it less reading it a second time, to be honest with you. Um, but the one thing that still keeps me looking is those that art and those covers mm-hmm. are incredible. Oh, yeah. By the way, I like that how you guys are like, oh, this might be the Riddler. I'm like, oh, you're gonna not think that at the end of this. I was issue. bummed how underutilized the Riddler was. I liked that they all. I liked that they shot at him but didn't kill him. I thought that was. I just. I, no, I'm glad he didn't die. I just I like that. That was the April Fool's joke. Yeah, was yeah. I I just enjoy. I'm like because I I like the idea of like okay, we're gonna call it this. And we're gonna see some sort of. I mean, obviously, we saw the obvious stuff like you know, a little snow globe or this or that, but yeah. like that that being the thing for the issue i don't know but anyway check it out the art's pretty good story's pretty good especially if you're new to batman um if you've read it before yourself like a batman fan you should read it probably check it out yeah yeah um so that is going to do us for uh first prince here and moving on to the four color character compendium now (laughs) it is the halloween episode the spoopy episode (laughs) and uh last time we gave we we took a spoopy marvel character santa and uh this time we're going to do a spoopier dc character maybe not somebody who's on the on the front lines of things kind of a maybe more hidden deep dark character so ryan who are we talking about this time we're talking about the demon Womp, womp, yes. DC's the demon. Yeah, is it the demon? Is it, is, it, is it the demon or is it the demon Etrigan? Is he's, he's called the demon Etrigan, but okay. he did debut in the Demon Number One in 1972. Okay. So right. he he was called just DC's the demon. So tell us tell us about the demon Etrigan or demon or whatever you want to call him. Sure. Um, if you are like me, you're familiar with the demon from Batman the Animated Series. As am I. Uh, and if you have studied comics artists from the Silver Age and newer, and you've seen drawings of the demon anywhere, you probably know who created him. What do you guys think? Mm. Anybody? Any, any hints? Uh, He's a short, squat character. I think His Jack face Kirby's. is really wide. His fingers tend to be pretty square. Oh. Jack Kirby. Yeah, it's Jack Kirby. It's Jack yeah. <laughs> I knew the answer. I didn't, I didn't know the answer. I actually I seriously guessed on that I one. pretended yeah. like I knew. No, yeah. So, so uh, he was created by Jack Kirby. Which funny story? Uh, Jack Kirby was working for DC, and they're like, "We want you to do a horror comic." And he's like, "I don't really know. I don't really want to." And they're like, "No, no, it's a good contract. You have to do you what we say. Make a horror comic." He's like, "All right, uh, we'll just call it the Demon." And every time he talks, it rhymes. All right, done. And then it sold. <laughs> it sold more than any of his other comics, including the New God stuff that he was doing. He was wow. like, "Dang it! Now I got to keep doing this." That's yeah. crazy. It always um, happens. Well, the New Gods he, is like the Bible of comics. Yeah, it's a great yeah. story, but man, is it hard to read. But <laughs> but so so uh, the Demon Etrigan and the whole story around him was actually inspired by uh, the comic strip, the comic strip Prince Valiant. Have you guys ever read Prince Valiant? I've heard of. When Prince I was a kid, Valiant. it was the it was the it was the Sunday comic that my dad would read. I was like, oh, this is the this is the one where it's just like a picture and then there's a story, and it's about knights and stuff fighting. Uh, it was it's. A very long Hal Foster is the creator of, the, of Prince Valiant. It's actually pretty uh, influential in in mid period 50s, 60s comics. But anyway, uh, so the Demon Etrigan is the character's name. He came out in August 1972. The Demon Number One, created by Jack Kirby. Uh, he is connected to character Jason Blood, uh, and his 
backstory is that the demon Etrigan is a demon who was summoned by his half brother Merlin, since uh-huh. Merlin is half demon, uh, and and yeah, that's a whole thing. Uh, and so Merlin was like, "Well, I want to keep you around, but I can't just you know have a demon running around on the human plane." So he bonded him with a Knight of the Round Table, Jason oh, Blood, awesome. uh, and and that was Jason Blood actually a Knight of the Round Table. He was, and and then he became immortal because he was bonded with the demon. And originally, whenever the demon was in in character, he only ever spoke in rhyme. Uh, Jason Blood didn't have to speak in rhyme, though. Fair enough. Uh, but but Jason Blood then was immortal, and he considered it like a curse that he was immortal. Like I can't even freaking yeah. die, and now I just watched my whole family die, and, and yeah. blah blah blah. <sighs> and so and so basically, the story of the demon is that happened in the past, and then later. Uh, this dude Jason Blood just sort of pops up in Gotham as a, a guy who knows a lot of stuff about you know you know demonology and, and mythology and stuff like that. Um, pops up a lot in Batman related things. A lot later, uh, they've he whenever there's like whenever there's any sort of DC like horror comic, they always sort of like reference him, but he very seldom comes up. I feel like uh, he he's he shows up more in Batman cartoons really than anything Blood. else. Um, I wonder. It- is that? I don't know if it, it, I may I may be confusing him with another DC character. Is he the only one with blood in their name? No. Is there like brother blood? Is that's that a different, different character. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That is a character, but that's a different character. Okay, I thought that was because from Animal Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and and so there was for a while DC sort of. I think through the demon had like a lot of stuff set in, in Merlin time period, and he had to battle Morgane Le Fay a lot and that creepy little boy who was her son who was sort of weird. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the demon. The demon again. Uh, they rebooted him in new 52. Did they? Yeah. Uh, he I didn't remember that. He, he wasn't good at rhyming. <laughs> uh, he was, does he, does he rhyme on uh, brave and the bold? He, he does, does actually. He oh. does, and on they, the animated series, and on Batman the animated series. But it's pretty subtle in Batman the animated series. Yeah, when you're watching it, you're like, "Wait, I'm gonna he's, watch." He's some talking of those. weird. Like, why is he talking weird? And then you realize, oh, he rhymes. That's interesting. And then Jason Blood is like, "Oh, I'm glad I'm not a, not a demon anymore." Uh, no, but he, <laughs> but in New Fifty Two, he was he came back. I think he was related to like Madame Xanadu and Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's it's not like they ever had a New Fifty Two. So no, he's like he's like almost he's like part a, of he's one of DC's magic heroes yeah. along with like Shazam and um Tracy 13 So he could beat the Doctor heck out of Superman. I was going to say he could beat up Superman. Hell yeah, man. Oh. He's, he's super strong. <laughs> like so he's just, like a, a So what are some of his powers? Everything about him so far sounds so metal. Even among demons, Etrigan is considered to be extremely powerful. He has above superhuman strength, mystically enhanced to the degree that he can stand against other powerhouses such as Superman, Wonder Woman and Lobo. Is a high degree of resistance to injury. Wait, 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 back, 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 back. Yeah, back, Lobo's back, back. on the same level. Lobo's on the same level as Superman. Well, he's a space biker. Yeah, he is. Bikers are tough. Space is tough. I did space I, biker. I have not I was not aware of this. Was anybody else? Yeah. No. Have no, you seen what? the episode of Superman the Animated Series where they fight? No. Go There's ahead. A, it's actually pretty great. He's Fair voiced enough. by uh, Brad that, Garrett. You know what? It's perfect. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That is a show I really want to watch. Ian, I have the entire first season on DVD. I would love to buy it. I paid real money for it, I and it is worth every penny. I mean, it's the same era slash creators as Batman the Animated Series. It is. Right, but it's Superman. 
So it'd be the, it would be just as good in theory. Yeah, well, it's 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 so different because this is we're getting off topic, guys. Yes, we are. Uh, right, let's, but let's but it's, thing. it's it's just fun. Like let's, Superman tried to be, or Batman was really dark. Superman was like, well, let's make it like a little science fiction year. That makes sense. Let's finish this. Sure. Uh, he can project hellfire from his mouth. High cool. command of magic. Nice. Uh, mystically enhanced fangs and claws. Enhanced senses. Super speed, agility, telepathy, energy blasts, and precognition. So all uh, of he the likes. Things. He enjoys pain. Uh, generally fearless. Oh, healing so factor. Um, Are you kidding me? That's this is yeah. all of the things. He has all the things. He has all of the things. The thing is. For for some the 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 downside of him is that he like, rhymes. Oh no! Is that Jason Blood can never stay as the demon Etrigan for a long period of time? Does it say how long? It does not. Lame. It it depends. Um, it he's he, oh, I no, mean he has plot. he has yeah it's, it's plot it's <laughs> my plot greatest based. weakness. No, no, but but uh, but the thing is he's a demon so he's has weaknesses to things that demons have weaknesses to like iron. I'm and sorry, what? I, yeah, that's a thing. You know, that's, like a, that's a thing. People from the fairy realm or from the demon realm that uh, like iron can be can bind to them. Is that true? It's like yellow with the Green Lantern. Well, no, I understand the concept. Or like I just didn't know that was a real with thing. werewolves. Yeah. Okay, I just didn't know iron. I mean, that seems pretty common. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's you know. Yeah. It's like how uh, is iron or steel stronger? Steel is stronger. Right? Steel is stronger. Well, yeah. I think it's just it depends on like where it, it's a matter of having. Yeah, it's common. You can go and get it, but like, are you just gonna have it? Where you're like right now, grab something that's iron. Probably well, not much. Now, Maybe this. If it's made of metal, it's probably made of steel because steel obviously is stronger. Well, yeah, but th- this thing. Although be- steel is made of iron, and what's the other thing? So anyway, that being said, continue. Yeah, I mean he's he's similar to Jason Blood has a similar limitation to like Shazam, mm. where like if you get him when he's in his weakened state, when he's Jason Blood, and you like cover his mouth so they can't say the incant, you know, the incantation uh, yeah. to become what Etrigan, is, then he's what is the incantation? Just the dude who's immortal. Uh, it depends on who's writing it. Seriously? Yeah, that's lame. No, yeah, he doesn't have a in, in brightest day and blackest night uh, type thing. Evil. Is going to be in my sight because I'm a freaking demon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of evil. Yeah. So kind of evil. when you say the name Jack Kirby, that's pretty obvious what some some recommended reading might be on that front. I know there was also a short Matt Wagner series about the first issue of last yeah. year when we did the random. Which you got to do again. We got to go back and do the random uh, uh, random issue pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should pull and see how that works out. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean I don't know, but, but I would recommend obviously the animated series uh, Brave in the Bowl, also great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny they put a demon in a children's show that is like. Well, and it was great because it's the episode where Batman turns into a vampire. Yep. And so, so they're like, well, sense. who are we going to get to help? Oh, this guy knows about supernatural stuff. Yes. So it's good. I think Batman's a technically a science vampire in that episode. He has. <laughs> he, well, so. He's a science. So what? He sucks the blood out of science? So Morbius the Living Vampire, you guys are familiar with that character? Yeah. Uh, that was a character. You couldn't, because of the comics code, you couldn't have vampires in comics that was too scary and so goblin guy and so instead and so instead (laughs) they had morbius who was a science vampire he he had a he was a a living vampire he wasn't a vampire he wasn't undead he had a blood infection that that made him have Uh to steal blood from people's bodies Mm -hmm. to stay alive it's um yeah it's it's a similar code huh similar story (laughs) with with batman on that on that episode Uh, the person um, who bites him is somebody who accidentally got infected with a serum, 
not like an actual vampire. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that is going to be the four color character compendium. And speaking, it's funny you mentioned the Batman the Animated Series. Um, I will take something right in the back matter that I saw online earlier this week. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> I was waiting for that. Apparently, um, Cartoon Network is doing a new Justice League series. It's coming out next a year. A new, new, really? another new. Yeah, one? there was a photo that they took of all these posters in like their offices, uh, and on the very yeah. far end, there is this one with all these little outlines. That were blue and it said JLA on it. It didn't say oh. Justice League and then it didn't say Justice League. It said JLA. And there and has it not was, been a series called JLA. No. And there and they, and it looked like it almost looked Bruce Timmy the way these the cutouts were. And so people were like, this was a lot while ago, and people were like, is there going to be a new one? And they I guess officially commented on it at New York Comic Con this week, um, and said something like, yeah, we're working on it probably next fall. Nice. Next wow. fall. Speaking now which. Green yeah. Lantern are they going to get? Oh, That's the big question. Probably, what, you know what? Whatever one they go with in the movies. <laughs> that's actually a really good point. Because <laughs> that's, that's exactly point. what yeah. they're going to do. Um, speaking of TV shows, I have one more piece of TV show news. So we know Seth Rogen's a big fan of Garth <laughs> As we know, because he, he got hey, preacher hey. to be sold to AMC. Apparently, Seth Rogen also is now shopping around another Garth Ennis comic, The Boys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is The Boys? Uh, oh, my. So, All right. So The Boys yep. is like, let's take... Let's take uh, like a like an outright parody of Marvel and DC superheroes and make it just literally as vulgar as humanly possible. And that and sounds it's, like a Seth, it's it's Seth basically Rogen it's basically like a, about a group of guys who have superpowers, but their job is to make sure that actual superheroes stay in line and don't actually mess with politics or accidentally destroy the world. Interesting. And one of the characters is based off Simon Pegg, mm-hmm. uh, who's, who's sort of like the the the. You know the one that you follow. Um, He's the one but that yeah. makes Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, but they but basically they they go around and like when superheroes make bad choices or do dumb stuff, they're the ones who get them back in. That life. sounds awesome, actually. I'm and it's exceptionally vulgar, and there's a lot yeah. of superhero based sexual things that happen. All right. And, well, I mean, yeah. If that I have, sounds to. like right property for a- AMC or HBO to do something. It like would have to be like HBO, HBO <laughs> after 10 p.m. <laughs> well, enough. unless they start cutting things. out. You never know. I mean, I'm surprised some of the stuff The Walking Dead gets away with, which, which reminds yeah, me. That's true. Uh, started, yeah. That oh, just yeah, restarted. Just but before we get into that, but well, that that just started. But Chewie and I, I wanted to give everybody a week uh, to finish it. Chewie and I watched all of Fear the Walking Dead, the spin-off oh, yeah, show. Yeah. Hooray. That's the one with The Walking Dead in LA, but right after the thing happened. I've heard a lot of criticism from it that it's not The Walking Dead. And yeah. my response is... Duh. Duh! You're right. It's not <laughs> the Walking Dead. Because uh, I heard I was at a, I was recently at a at a, at a party the other day at a friend's house, and there was this person there who I, I didn't know, um, but he was talking about how his, his criticism is that it was very slow, and that it was also boring, and that it didn't. There's continuity errors, which I don't know where he saw that, but okay. I think he meant production wise. Oh not well, like, even still, like this drink was does. half full in this picture, and in this other and in this other shot, it was. More but full. everything probably has he, that. Take some of your favorite movies, you'll find them. I'll tell you this much: he does rigging and lighting for stuff, so I uh, think he would yeah. notice. He that would too. notice. It, it would stuff. stick out. But yeah. that being said, I enjoyed the show. I didn't think it was. I, I I definitely thought it was different than Walking Dead. I wasn't expecting The Walking Dead from it. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. Rick and all that stuff. I like the show. Do, do I like it as much as I like The Walking Dead? No, because the second I watched that first episode of the new season of Walking Dead, I'm like, bam, I'm in it. I'm back. Yeah. yeah. And I like the show, but I wasn't like clamoring to see it. I wasn't like, I'm not doing anything on Sunday night because it is Walking Dead night and mm-hmm. that is that. But I did enjoy it. And I'd like to see where they go with it. I'll, I'll say this. I mean, without like, you know, getting into details and stuff and, and spoiling it, um, I think 
it it's just it's a different focus and it's a different tone for it. Absolutely. You know, with with it, I think what its main purpose is is to make you feel something rather than think. Well, I think there's things about it that are meant to make you think, but it, it's not supposed to get you in the action and and be involved in the story. It's supposed to kind of, I think, in a sense, put you up against the wall and be like, you know, well you know, what's going on here? Like it, it purposely throws you off balance and make kind of pulls you out of your element. At least it did for me. It did a lot of, a, a lot of stuff where I'm just like, I'm waiting, <laughs> you know, I'm waiting, but I, I don't think it was unintentional. I think right. it was intentional. Definitely. Right. With sure. them, but, but I, I enjoyed it. I would say, check it out. Um, it's not, it, it's, if you're expecting the walking dead, don't expect that, but give it a shot. It, watch the first couple episodes. I, I really actually kind of liked it. So, I would check that out. Speaking of TV, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. Has anybody caught up? I haven't watched any of that. Or the third Ar- Arrow and came Flash out. came back. And I haven't watched either it's, of those it's either. It's like, like Doctor Who's back, too. It's just Everything's crazy. Back. Everything's I, I don't back. have... Uh, the only thing I've seen that was new is... I not much free time in my life. And, I mean, there's a lot of stuff non-comics really, but like American Horror Story is back, which I like. CSI Cyber is back. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched any of these shows, and I need to. I need to take 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 a whole day off. Close myself inside, no, never leave, and watch TV shows. Chewie, are you with me? Yes. Did you see the, <laughs> this is a good idea. Did you see the Andy Samberg when he hosted the uh, the, uh, the Emmys or the whatever it is? The, Some sort of awards show. The last awards show he did, Andy Samberg hosted it. And so instead of, do, like, he did a big musical number that was, like, the short beforehand uh, mm-hmm. that they were playing where uh, – he would be like, have you seen this? He's like, no, I haven't had time. Like, have you seen this? No, I haven't had time. So his skit is about himself locking locking himself in a bunker and watching all the shows so that he would be prepared <laughs> for this award show that he'd be doing. <laughs> oh, also, it's really Steven silly. Universe is back and Gravity Falls is back. What? And a whole crap episode of Gravity Falls that aired uh, this I'm week. I'm still getting cut up. Oh, Just, oh, I'm working on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Omaji. That is a television show that I enjoy. I'm on that. You guys, Ian and Chewie, you would very much like that show. Okay. One it of has, the characters. It has gnomes that puke rainbows. Well, no, not even that. That's my favorite part. In in the episode that I that I just watched, one of the characters, some an older person was asking, "Well, what's your you know what's your plan in life?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I got to get a a you know a a good degree in folklore with a with a minor in television production. And that way, I can make a ghost hunting TV show." <laughs> <laughs> That's Makes sense. Yeah. Um, speaking of TV and comic books and stuff like what you were talking about. So the speaking of this show, speaking of this <laughs> show, <laughs> commentary. Um, HBO confirms Watchmen TV series. I heard about talks this. with Zack Snyder. That heard sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, it sounds. It could be good. No, it could be. Nick, hold on. No, it, it could can't. be good. Remember, remember it could be yeah. okay at best. Remember when they announced before Watchmen. Yeah, that's how I feel. Preliminary discussions regarding Watchmen have occurred, but we have no additional information and no deals are in place, said an unnamed HBO spokesperson. Um, but so basically, go back to that idea, huh? Yeah. So, it, I mean, if we go back retroactively, right, you know, the movie, right, should have been done as a TV show. Well, it was Absolutely. originally supposed to be with uh, Terry Gilliam yeah. directing it, but then that didn't happen. That fell through. No, I mean, I, absolutely. I, There's a lot of money in play here. There's a lot yeah. of money to be made, but at the, at the same time, like you know, it could. It, am I saying you know, oh man, it's gonna be great or whatever? But 
I think that story because they don't know. We don't know what they're gonna do with it. Yeah. If they're gonna do before Watchmen or if they're gonna do Watchmen or what. But that Watchmen format, 2015. <laughs> that format, uh, better suits that story. So that is mm-hmm. one advantage that it has. Now there's a, a lot of other disadvantages like time and the fact that it's kind of been done and, eh, you know, we're really strip mining this property. And it's getting a little sad. The one thing I will say, though, is this gives them an option to actually do the the real ending and not be afraid that people won't get it. Before, I feel like when no, that movie came... there's still the fear that they'll think it's dumb. They might, but, but the thing is, I feel like when that first movie came out, the reason they changed that ending is because they thought, oh, people don't really like comics. This is going to be stupid. And what Marvel has proven over and over again is that if you stay pretty true to the source material... People will like it. And so much so that if you deviate from the source material, Iron Man 3, I'm looking at you, people will go ape about it. Like, And so much so they have to make a little short that says, oh, you're not the real. Let's give a hand to the real Mandarin. Like, literally, they will redo continuity they've made up because people were mad. I'm like the only person who liked that movie. I so, think. no, I, I, like no, no, I liked Iron Man 3. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I liked Iron Man 3. Go, uh, back, but, but, go back and listen to episode two of this podcast. But that being, yeah. said, but that being yeah. said, but that being said, I do like that they did that little thing because I think it's good fan service and I think it also doesn't undo everything in the movie. There you go. Um, but I think that with something like this, it, if, if done right, could be really good and they could actually adapt it appropriately. And if it's successful... Maybe there's another Alan Moore property that didn't get a very good cinematic release that would make a good Necronomicon. Anyone? What? (laughs) No. From hell. With that, that too. I was actually talking about Fever Vendetta. Oh, sorry. Neonomicon is what I meant to say. I mean the um, Promethea. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's a lot that can go wrong though. So time will tell. You know, we'll see. It's preliminary talks. I give it a watch. Preliminary talks, but um, I give it a watch, man. <laughs> See, I'm out. I'm done. So <laughs> nope. That's it. That's nope. what it does. Ryan was so it. punny earlier. Wow. I can't do it. Hey, wow. so so speaking of uh, speaking of licensed properties targeting a specific demographic, uh, have you guys been hearing about DC superhero girls at all? I did hear a little about. This. I, I've been hearing about it because I have a seven year old daughter. Oh, uh, probably uh, freaking out. And so um, the from what I've seen of, I guess they're making. I, I don't think it's gonna be a show. It's gonna be like. You know, movies that you wait till they're on Netflix, um, you know, straight to DVD or whatever. But it looks it looks very similar to uh, the My Little Pony uh, Equestria Girls, mm-hmm. which is also something that I've watched all of. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's it's not something for Alan or for Chewy or for Ian or even for me. It's something for I'll my seven-year-old daughter. I'll have you know I've seen three to what, four what seasons of My Little Pony. I've seen every episode it's of My toys, Little Pony. It's toys. It's basically yeah, young it's, teenage it's a, version. It's a, show the picture. Yeah, I mean, the here's the, these me, are the toys. Me, let me see. This is... Um, my eyes demand bigger. It's a it's a show... Oh, that's Barbie. About, ...about DC superhero girls in high school. Batgirl. Okay. So these were like toys, and no, then they're uh, like, Poison oh, we're going to make it a show Poison now. Ivy, yeah, they're doing, they're doing sort of both simultaneously. Oh, they're, okay. they're co-developing. Okay. Uh, then, but it's, I mean, the main cast is, is Batgirl, Poison Ivy, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, and B... Who is a leftover uh, Teen Titans character, but she's got brown skin, so that's important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're but not it, wrong. It oh, actually looks true. like it's being done pretty well. Uh, there's an article uh, that I just read uh, over on io9 that talks about how they they like created the dolls and had them test market with kids, and and little girls were like, "Well, these are supposed to be superheroes. Why do they have like scarves and stuff? They're supposed to be 
strong. They're supposed to be powerful, and so they actually Good like, job, went kids. back and and re sculpted the they re sculpted the characters and they made their outfits to be more superhero-y. And and I can tell you that it worked because I showed this picture to my daughter and she said, "Dad, I want all of them." <laughs> oh no! So. Uh, no, but it 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 looks like it's gonna be cute. It's be cool. There there is a enormous lack of like dim like targeted stuff for young girls that is that is superhero that comic book money. stuff. Like I have been trying yeah. to find anything other than the like twenty dollar plus uh, Captain Marvel superhero action figure for my daughter, and there's only there's literally one. Kelly Sue DeConnick's Carol Danvers Captain Marvel action figure, and it is a you know posable with interchangeable hands for adult yeah. display. You're, only you're also going to have to wait a lot longer. Speaking of that, because they pushed back Captain Marvel yeah. again, yeah. Uh, but they added a new. Uh, there's going to be an Ant Man uh, sequel, which Ant-Man sounds Ant Man and the Wasp, which and, which is, is another lady speaking, uh, speaking of lady superhero characters. So you, you know what's uh, still on the movie schedule coming up. Fantastic Four 2? Are you kidding? Uh, it still exists. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back up. How much money did that end up making? None. Also, there's three other unannounced no Marvel projects. Yeah. Yeah. Three new anymore. unannounced Marvel projects in uh, 2020. And, and 2018 and 19, now with that adjustment to Captain Marvel, are just empty years. There's just two years where there's not going to be anything that's going to be I weird. guess Avengers Infinity mm. War Part 1 is going to be so mind-blowing <laughs> that we're going to need to have two years no, to it's, figure it's out. No, it's going to be Guys, so you know long. going to come out in those years? Star Wars movies. Yeah, that's, that's true, true, actually. Money, money, money. Yeah, you don't want to mess with one property by yeah, doing you don't that. Wanna, you don't want to mix Spe- that all up. Speaking of Disney, uh, they're going to actually start having a thing, I guess, in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, if you're a Southern California resident like us or if you're visiting, called Superhero HQ. So all the stuff they had in Interventions, I guess. I don't know if they're moving it or if they're no, just... No, they're just going to ditch it. Well, apparently they're supposed to have a Star Wars thing and a superhero thing. Cool. Yeah. So, but I don't know if they're moving it or what they're doing, but they do have, they're moving the Hall of Armor the whole Iron Man thing. They're moving um, the Thor Treasures of Asgard thing and so you can meet Thor and all that. And apparently, Spider-Man's going to start making appearances. And a lot of people are wondering if the costume he's wearing is going to be similar to the one he's wearing in the movie. We'll see what Which looks pretty basic. I saw a picture of it today. Have you seen... Uh, Spider-Man's going to start. That's, that's interesting. That, that Now they're finally doing it. I'm like, I cannot wait for the day where I can walk in and see... It was already cool enough to see Captain America and to see Thor. That's cool. But the fact that now they're putting like stuff that's not in the movies yet out there. So yeah, I, have, like I have a friend that's really into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. like specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot um, of people are. It's incredibly successful. I'm just... <laughs> I don't know I'm, if you know this, Alan. I don't know if you know this, Alan. I don't know if Avengers I Avengers made ever, a lot of money. Let me, let me put it this way. I have an Avengers Age of Ultron shirt. I didn't even like it. Let me put it this way. I have never heard of them so I've, up until this point, there's never been anybody that I known uh, that I've known that has uh, identified to themselves as a nerd mm-hmm. because of their love for a movie franchise. Like or I mean of superhero quality, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean you could be a Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, whatever. There's that kind of thing. I'm looking at Ian right now, as, but, as you say, Back to the as Future. As I point to my little shrine to that movie. Right <laughs> but right the thing is that my my friend is actually like, I'm a huge nerd. I love Iron Man. I love Thor. I love Spider-Man. I love this. Specifically, just from the movies. Like, he's yeah. a huge fan of Marvel mm-hmm. uh, from the movies specifically. And number one, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, number two, it's also really weird. Yeah. I mean, that's... A new thing that can happen. Oh yeah, um, I, I, there's yeah. enough of it to go around to That's where true. it can have it as much depth <clears throat> um, in yeah. in someone's view to where it. You know, with the comic books, you you have so much back catalog that you yeah. can go. There's so much 
canon. There's so much continuity there you know, that now, given our recent run of, of movies and stuff, you, you can, it's not just like, oh, this that, that one movie all came out last year, and then you have like the two movies or whatever. Now it's like, oh, well, this happened. Well, why did that happen? Oh, because in the one before that, this happened, and the one that was next to it, like this yeah. happened. Like it, it's... Right. When you're talking about these comic book movies, these superhero movies, People, it yeah. sounds like you're talking about comic they books. They were unafraid to take something and tie it. Like, when I saw Iron Man, and I say this over and over, I tell the story a thousand times, but I'll tell it once more really quickly. When I saw Iron Man, I thought it was great. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. But I had no idea what was coming after that after the right. credits, where they do the whole, you know, uh, the Avengers initiative. And I just go... Oh, I fell out of my seat on my knees and yes. and and thank the sky. And I remember Chewie was there, and he's like, "What is he talking?" And about? our other friend who was there with us is like, "Cause he had seen it before. Oh, you'll see. He, he had seen it before." <laughs> and I was like, "You're like the Avengers. What's that?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" They're I was like, "They're doing it." I'm like, "They're not. They're not going to be afraid anymore to say these guys all live together in the same world." Right. And I was like, "This is going to be amazing. Like, this is going to be great." And especially because. What they did, they didn't say up front. At least I didn't know up front. Like, hey, there's gonna be more movies that are tied in. It's like, hey, here's this awesome Iron Man movie. Wasn't that great? Guess what? We're making more with other characters that you love, and they're all gonna be friends together. But yeah, that I mean, that's really, really cool. And and he posted on Facebook one time because he's getting really excited about Civil War. Oh yeah. And I'm like, hey, have you read the comic? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> it's uh, funny because I had a friend of mine who read the comic. She was like, oh my god, this is the best comic I ever read. I'm like, Oof. how many comics have you read? I mean, yeah. Not not very many. About that. Fair. Um. And Whoa, so like, you should read some. Which character do you like you best? Can you can like only go Captain up America? from there. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, to be I was fair. like, I can recommend some good Captain America. Okay, I you. still really like Civil War. Let's take it down a notch. Civil War's um, good. Uh, it's, 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 it's good for what it is. It's a uh, Marvel crime. I agree. Batman. It was good. <clears throat> anyway, uh, he posted a thing that just says, which side are you on? And, you know, he had the two pictures or whatever of the, the two sides fighting. And I found this awesome picture. It was like a three-panel, like, vertical thing. Uh-huh. And it was J. Jonah Jameson sitting at his desk. And it was a picture of the Avengers. And he just goes, crap. And the next picture of the Avengers, super crap. And then the last one goes, I need pictures. Pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stuck that right in the thread. <laughs> we were talking about that at work together. Like, what if they got what if they got um what if they got him to do like like directions in that voice? They got oh, <laughs> on the GPS. They go left here. Where's Spider-Man? <laughs> like what? That's one of my favorite things about the uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon show yeah. is that they got J.K. Simmons of course to be J.J. Yeah. Jameson. He, he I don't care. That, I think Jameson. they need to bring him back. I'm sorry. I don't. I know it's probably going to be weird continuity wise because he was already in those. But please bring him back. He's yes. the best. Please do it. He's the best. Jameson. Please do things, guys. I have comic uh, book news. Yeah. That's, yes. That's exceptionally exciting. Oh, this yeah. is he. I, I knew about it first, Alan. You just, we're gonna look the look of. Uh, I saw it on face. Tumblr. Uh, I, this is I, I found out uh, from Comics and Cola, uh, which is actually a really cool blog. It's Comics and A and D Cola C O L A dot com. Uh, but Alan, mm. there is a book coming out. It's called Fantasy Sports Number no. Two. Ah. <laughs> uh, Sam Bosma. We read Fantasy Sports, one of the first books I brought. Yeah. Uh, and if so, not the first book you brought, no, nah, I think the first book I brought was, was King City. Oh, uh, so. Yeah. So it's called Fantasy Sports Number Two: The Bandit of Barbell Bay. Oh okay. man! And it's it features the same characters, Wiz and Mug. Perfect. Um, and and here's the here's the the quote: Wiz and Mug's adventures continue when a misunderstood teleportation spell accidentally drops them off in a ruined beach town. When the town's amphibious inhabitants confront confront Wiz and Mug <laughs> with the revelation that the United Order of Mages may not be exactly what it seems, a new beach volleyball tournament begins. Oh, <laughs> that's great. 
Uh, so it's coming spring of 2016 uh, from No Brow Press. To this um, day, by man, the way, I'm so excited. Since we read that book, to this day, when I'm like playing a video game or I'm trying to figure something out, I go, and it's like it's like a puzzle. Where are all the pieces? <laughs> <laughs> to this day, when I see basketball, when I see like old footage and like high tops and basketball, I'm like, ah, steps, huh? <laughs> um, no mummy on that. Ball. Here, here's something. You're an artist, um, sort of, sort of, and it's been a very, it's been a very busy month for you. It's been a very busy I month for me. I am three behind on my Inktober. I am so very behind on my Inktober, but it is Inktober. Get with it. Get loose. <laughs> do it you know it's draw every day october instagram hashtag do that and yell at us for not doing it so we do it yeah but get get loose word oh was that was that your thing that we were talking about was actually inktober yeah what yeah i think it was that's it oh we were talking about inktober just then that was what you're bringing up yeah oh i'm sorry i thought we were going to talk about something else i just happened to mention it i didn't mean to step on your thing no that's exactly what i want that's why i pointed at you uh, I I would say for this whole month, if you have any famous like any artist that you follow, like a style or a person that you really like, chances are they're doing Inktober, and some of the coolest stuff comes out of Inktober. It's true. Just like all the artists that have time to draw like a little five minute sketch stuff that you wouldn't get unless you went to a convention. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. maybe takes on other people's characters that they mm-hmm. wouldn't normally do, but they had you know a half hour to do their Inktober for the day, so you get like crossovers and weird stuff like that. What's your favorite thing that you've done so far in Inktober? Honestly, I'm still having a lot of fun doing my punk rock Pokemon characters. Yeah. That's been pretty cool. Um, I'm still I'm I like like you said I I, uh, I haven't had time to do it, but I'm I'm planning on doing the whole first set of gym leaders from nice. the first game. Yeah. So I've done uh, Ash, Misty, and Brock, uh, and yeah. Lieutenant Surge, and I'm starting on Erica coming up real soon, and I'm just gonna keep doing that until I get to the Elite Four, and we'll see what happens. Another guy who one of the creators of Avatar has been drawing alternate versions of the Avatar characters, like Which oh is, this is a young General Iroh, and I was just like, thank you, <laughs> thank you for creating this. Thing. Yeah. As of this recording, I only have three. <laughs> That's how bad I've been. And um, so I'm going to pick uh, the third one that I did, which was when I got into Denver and I realized how much Denver loves the Broncos. Yeah. And the fact like that the I flew Broncos into the thing. Illuminati airport. So I did the, uh, and the Broncos won that night. So I did. Coincidence? Uh, I think not. Coincidence? Mm. I think not. Wake up, people. <laughs> so, so I did uh, the Broncos logo, but then for the eye, I did the eye in the pyramid. Because nice. Illuminati. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of spoopy stuff, I think that's going to wrap us up for the spoopy episode, guys. Yeah. Are you guys sad? <laughs> Halloween is come and gone. We talked about demons a lot. Talked we, about so many things. We talked about... We did talk a lot about demons. We did. Yeah. You know, we talk episode. about demons kind of a lot on this show. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's mostly Alan's fault because he tends to bring oh, books yeah. with Apparently, the word demon in the title. Chewie's coming after your metal title, man. You got to step it up. Yeah, more fine. More get demons. spoopy, bro. You got to get some demons and some get spoopy, bro. <laughs> get spoopy, <laughs> bro. Spoop it um, up. So before up. we have one more thing to talk about, though, before we go, and that's what books we're going to be bringing next time. So for First Prince, Ryan, I believe we had a suggestion, but we we overrode that suggestion earlier uh, before yes. Halloween time. So what was what's the book we're going to be bringing next time? Uh, we will be bringing a book called I Kill Giants. Okay. Uh, it's written that by Joe Kelly metal. and drawn by. A guy whose last name I believe is Nimura, and I can't think of his first <laughs> name right now. Uh, but it's a seven-issue series. It's um, there's a lot of manga and feels in it. So yeah. okay. there's a lot of manga and feels. My my uh, goal for this is to make you guys cry. 
All right. Boom. We three, that's all I'm going to say. I, I got a strong contender for you. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's what we're going to be reading for uh, First Prince next time. Now, boys, here's my issue next time. What you got for me, Alan? You guys, I'm so excited for this next one. Because, really? I, I mean, quick little backstory. Uh, there's a webcomic called Boxer Hockey. And okay. it is written and drawn by a man named Tyson Hess. Or Tyson Hess, he has an E at the end. Um, which is fantastic, but he stopped updating. That being said, he has a new book out, and it's called uh-huh. Diesel. Okay. So I'm gonna be calling. Oh, uh, I remember seeing something about this. Uh, there's are many. There are many things that I love about this. I still haven't read it, so this is gonna be my excuse to start reading it. But I'm really excited. So it's called Diesel Number One by Tyson. I'm gonna go with Hesse because there's an E at the end. Sweet, cool, chewy. So um, I've been selling this book for a little while. This book that I'm bringing is called Rumble. Issue number one, Uh, (laughs) and it's an image book, and the co-creators are John Arcudi and uh, James Heron, but it is, uh, like I said, an image book, Rumble, number one. Ooh, sweet. I remember seeing that cover. It looks pretty awesome. Um, I'm going to be bringing kind of an old uh, old standby, actually, a really well-known series. I'm bringing the first issue of it. Um, it's something I got on Comixology a little while ago. They had a sale, and they were giving away the first issue for free, and I decided to check it out, and I kind of liked it, so I want to see what you guys think. Um, it's going to be a superhero comic, but it's not a mainstream DC or Marvel book. I'm going to bring, uh, written by Mr. Kurt Pasek, uh, art by Brett Anderson, uh, issue number one of Astro City from Vertigo. Ooh, nice. I always heard really that sounds things really about familiar. That yeah, Astro City is, was a huge, huge thing. So I'm, I'm interested to see. Maybe this is one of those things we might look into first prints if you guys like it. So uh, yeah, Astro City number one. Uh, okay, I am uh, bringing something a little weird, a little stranger. Um, it is, uh, <laughs> funny enough, it's a free comic on Comixology. Hey. Um, it is an anthology, uh, a very short anthology called Pressure Slash Sensitivity. Okay. Uh, it is a comics anthology that Wacom, the digital oh, really? arts tablets, yeah. that they put together. Oh, cool. Uh, nice. But it has a ton of awesome people who uh, who I really like in it. Uh, so it's a short little anthology called Pressure Sensitivity. I'll be bringing that this time. Uh, how many stories are in that? Uh, it has, well, let me look at the table of contents. One, two, three, four. Four stories. And we're reading the whole thing, right? And we're reading the whole okay. thing. It's, awesome. It's like Just because I, in, when we brought the one this time, we specified certain ones. So I just right. want to clarify. Yeah, no, it's oh, it's, it's 30, 38 pages of story. So cool. we'll, we'll be able to handle it. Sweet. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we hope that you have a very happy and safe Halloween. And it reminds you to come back to the only podcast, the only podcast that says to themselves, when in doubt, bring a book about demons. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! My name is Alan. <laughs> Chewy brains. And now I'm Spider-Man, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I am Brian, the (laughs) vampire. (laughs) Thank you for letting us all know. Stay in your minutes, everybody. See you next time. Bye. What sound does a Frankenstein make? This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.